contest if you were to enter it. Let's move on over now to the lineups page where we have the player exposure and the lineup naming features. We also have a not starting feature, which will show you for your lineups if you have a player that isn't in the starting lineup. I would need to change this lineup to get that, but for soccer and MLB lineups, sometimes that will be the case. So if I were to edit this lineup, I would need to turn on hide non-starters and find somebody like Troy Tulowitzki and assign my lineup. I will get a notification at the top telling me, you've got somebody not in the starting lineup. Here it is. Check your lineup. You have one player not in the starting lineup. Well, if I then take out Tulowitzki, that banner will go away. So if we put Bogarts back in, that will fix itself. Now notice this feature won't work if you have 150 lineups because not all of this DraftKings data gets loaded on the page at once. So we'll only be able to scroll through so many lineups and look for that no trespassing symbol. But it's still helpful if you have a lot of lineups and are looking to make sure you've got everybody playing. Um, so that's what the little red banner is for. We'll move on next to lineup naming. If I were to name this cash or head-to-head, -head, then I can save that name by just simply clicking outside of the box. You can put up to 20 characters in for a lineup name for any of your lineups. They will save across the different tabs, so as this lineup moves to a live or recent tab, it should still have its lineup name until we clear it, which we can do by just hitting clear lineup names, and then you notice it disappeared. If I go back and just name it again head-to-head, -head, I can find it again later by naming any different lineup that I wish, and it's as simple as that. The big feature on this page is the player exposure options. We have different filters for them. The first filter is to filter by total entries or unique lineups. This is going to group them into large buckets and determine how many times each lineup should count. So right now, total entries, this has a weight of 18 and this one would just be one and one more. So we have 20 in the total entries bucket for that kind of calculation. And then we have the different ways that those lineups can further be filtered out. So we can group them by slate, group them by game style, or group all by sport. So on this page, you'll see we've got classic lineups and then showdown lineups. And I've got 18 classic and two showdown. So if I were to group all by sport, these numbers are going to change now. Wade Miley went to 90% and Porcello the same. And now I've got 95%. And Freddie Freeman, since he's in a showdown lineup, and 5% for anybody else in a showdown lineup that's not in my classic lineup. Well, I can change this to unique lineups, and that's going to make everybody 33%, 67%, or 100%. The status will be different, so if I'm looking at upcoming lineups, I can't compare them over to my live lineups or my recent lineups. If I go look at my recent lineups, I'll do the, I can do the same thing here on this golf slate. I just have one slate, so it won't matter if I group by, by sport or slate. They're all going to be in the same calculation. But notice, I have this new feature where I have turned off this lineup from the count. It doesn't have any blue exposure numbers here because I have it disabled currently. So this is my cash lineup that I used. So basically, if I want to turn that off and look at just my GPP lineups that were in a particular contest, I can do so. 
if I switch this over to total entries, it will change my exposure numbers slightly here because some of these lineups were entered in two contests. Some were only entered one time. I can turn off this lineup and it will save my settings. So if I were to go to the upcoming page and then come back, I would see that it remembered I had those two golf lineups turned off. And same thing, I can turn them on whenever I want. So now if I were to add my cash lineup into my total exposure here, I want to look at my total entries. I ended up with 81% Matsuyama. And if I change that to unique lineups, he's only in 36%. Because I clearly didn't play him in a ton of my tournament lineups. But being on my cash lineup, it's going to make a huge difference in the number here. So see, 30%. He was on three of my 10 different tournament lineups here. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the MLB Grinders Live Draft Show. Host Travis Mangone here with my buddy Grant Nefer. How's it going over there, my man? Oh, this slate is fantastic. I am, I am loving it. Uh, this is just so many good hitting spots. One or two that are going to go completely overlooked in all likelihood. So many six. I don't think I've ever seen this many six totals on a slate before. It's there's going to be some run score tonight. I'll tell you that. Yeah, this is a great slate. Uh, it looks like it's the McDonald's of the slates, right? Because you're loving it, Grant. Uh, is that yeah, I, I tried not to make that reference. That's copyright infringement or trademark infringement. You'll be hearing from their lawyers. Uh, listen, uh, you know, if, uh, they can hear from my lawyer. Uh, my lawyer, he, he may have not went to law school, but he's a great lawyer. He will uh, take him down in court. Uh, I have full faith in him. But uh, we got to give you guys some updates on some things here on Grinders Live. Just so you know, the audio is back, baby. It's back. Uh, all excited about that. So if you guys are listening through the audio, uh, Devin got that up and working. So that is good to hear. Also, we have some other news to talk about. We got the Roto Grinders badge promotion, Grant. Have you heard of the Roto Grinders badge promo? Yes. Yes. Make sure to pronounce B. Yes, well, the Rotor Grinders promo, it's absolutely awesome. Uh, if you head on over, if you put the badge on your profile on any of the DFS sites, you are able to win uh, premium if you get like top 10, all that other good stuff. And we have a couple members that we want to give a little bit of a shout out to here that are rocking the RG badge. Uh, we got Pink Daisy H. I think that's the yeah, Pink Daisy H. We got T Carlton the third. We got RPH. I don't even know how to say that one, Greg. How do you say that one? I don't know. Uh, T. Carlson the third. No, I'm guessing. Not, not that one, Grant. R. P. H. E. R. Zog. Well, R. has the R sound. P. H. has an F sound. So R. Furzog. 
R for Zog. Uh, so welcome to the Road Grinders Badge family. We're happy to have you. Gonzo, 7223. Corey Hall, 23. Fan of Brave, 65. Key Tonic and Raiders fan, 1414. Uh, the question now, Grant, is which one of those is Dean's burner account? Do you, do you have any idea? All of them. All of them. He's, he's, he's got them all fired up. Uh, wouldn't surprise me at all. I'm, th- I'm guessing Gonzo7223 would be the one that Dean would be hiding behind. But, uh, that's the Rotogrinders badge promo. If you guys want to join in on that, we'll give you a shout out on there and you can uh, win tons of free swag, right? We have tons of contests with that. So head on over, get the Rotogrinders badge on your profile. So when you're winning all the money, you can represent us and we will represent you guys and give you some free perks. So that's absolutely awesome. Anyways, we got to dive in. We got to talk about the MLB uh, draft show today, Grant, because it's an awesome one. Uh, are you ready to jump in and join these drafts? Yes, I am. All right. Before we do that real quick, Grant, how about you do this? Remind the people how to join the drafts. How would you join it if you were jumping in on my drafts today? All right. Make sure that you follow Travis Mangone. His screen name is, you say it? Mangone. It's M-A-N-G-O-N-E. So you follow him, and then when we create the draft, a little notification will pop up on your screen you hop in there as quickly as you can because things fill up quickly and then you are drafting with us we will be running some 10 mans maybe some hitters only maybe some pitchers draft but make sure to follow mangone that's m-a-n-g-o-n-e over on the draft app go over to the little profile button press add in the top right and then enter his name and click follow and it is that simple you will get notifications whenever he creates a draft which he can get real annoying if he wanted to but i don't think he will no, I will not do that. Let's head on over. Let's join these drafts, Grant. We're going to name one of these. What do you want to name this bad boy? RG Badge, but misspell it. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I know what you're trying to get me to do there. but Yeah. RG Badge, join. M-A-D-G-E. Okay. So we've got a 10-man here, guys. Three, two, one, and go. You misspelled it. Nice. You also misspelled join. There's only one in and join. I know this because I passed third grade. Congrats on that, Grant. We got, let's see, we got people joining in and following in. And while they're doing that, Grant, how about you do this? Uh, give the overlay, uh, not overlay, give the uh, overview of the entire slate. Uh, tell me what you think of it. We already talked about it a little bit, but uh, give a deeper breakdown on what you're uh, looking at. There are so many bats and there are so many pitchers. I mean, Scherzer and Cole are the two guys that I really want to get up to. Just it's like it all depends on the site, which one you're going to go with and how if you're going to go with both of them, you can even do that on some sites. There's so many good bats that you kind of want to go with. Honestly, Scherzer and a guy like Bieber, like go down a little bit lower, maybe bum, depending on the sites. Like there's no clear cut guy that just crosses every single site for cash. I'm, I'm going to get Cole probably, although Scherzer is the better play. If you have the extra money, go with him. But outside of him, like, you can really go with so many different places. Flaherty, very much in play. Bumgarner, very much in play. Ray in play for tournament. Gibson Snell, both in play for tournaments. Just scrolling all the way through the slate, you have just horrific pitchers and then great ones. So you got you to gotta pick and choose your spots. Honestly, today's a day where I might just dean everyone and have pretty much 10% of the top 10 stacks because there is going to be some offense that scores – 10 plus runs tonight that's almost a guarantee on today's slates there's going to be tons of bombs there's so many big home run guys it's ridiculous this is a stacking slate for sure but you can also take one off the power pretty much at every single game 
Yeah, and looking at the slate, right? Say, say you pull up the Rotor Grinder starting lineup page and just kind of scroll through the teams, right? Yankees, that's a team that I definitely want to get a ton of exposure to. The Phillies is one that I want to get exposure to. You got the Padres, they have over a six total. I want a piece of them. Love the Red Sox today. Talked about that on the on deck pod, how much I like their offense in like the bullpen game against the White Sox. So they're in play. That Rangers team, they're obviously in play against Jordan Zimmerman, so you, you have to look at them. The Indians is another offense, right? Going up against Spark, and we know how bad they are. And if you look at the plate IQ rank, rankings in the lineup HQ, all the Indians are at the top. So uh, that's a phenomenal spot. Then you have two six totals here with Atlanta and Chicago. Uh, you know, So that's going to be a game where there's a pile of runs scored. The Astros, they have a 5.87 run total against Trevor Williams. The Brewers against Marco Gonzalez, they have a 6.01 run total. I mean, great. There are just so many, so many teams that are going to put up a ton of runs tonight. So I agree with you on that. But the other interesting part of this slate is, yes, we want to get exposure to these bats, but the pitching options, there's not like a cheap chalk option, right? Like uh, maybe I guess you'd say Jack Flaherty, but that's more of like a mid-tier guy. But we don't have like Wade LeBlanc, who we had the other day, who was like 6,700 that everyone played. Like it's just interesting because we want to spend on a lot of these bats. We also want to spend on the pitchers. Yeah, so I, I honestly can't seem to find a single cheap pitcher, which is going to be real interesting. I also don't think that anyone's going to play these cheap pitchers. One of them's going to have a decent game. That's that's just going to happen. It happens on almost every single slate, and you're not looking for 30 points. You're looking for 15 points at the cheap end. Uh, there's going to be guys near the top that end up with 15 to 20. Honestly, I don't, I don't know what to do. I really, really don't. Uh, Cortez is probably the guy um, in all likelihood. He's coming in after Chad Green. The potential long relief tag is probably going to lower his ownership. But he's only 4K. He's been doing this off and on for the last month. And people are going to see his 3-5-3 innings pitched in the last three outings. One, he was getting beat up a little bit. The other one, they just yanked him early. But he stretched out a little bit. Honestly, I'll take 15 points out of him. And There's a ton of strikeouts in this Toronto bullpen or Toronto team that I think he's the way to go. Like, honestly, I'm probably going to have a decent amount of ownership now that I'm looking at this, just because I don't think many people are. And it allows you to spend up for bats and to get Scherzer and or Cole into your lineup. Well, I think the other argument you can make to play Cortez is if you look at the pitchers, uh, you know, would you like to play, uh, you know, Zach Davies, right? He's sort of interesting, but 6,500, like, uh, you know, I'll just pass, right? I'd rather just go down $2,000 and just go all the way down. Uh, Max Fried at 6,700, like, you know, he's a solid pitcher, but not the best spot. Um, just basically, ultimately, what I'm trying to say is these guys that are in the 6K range, even in the 7K range, like Jake Arietta against the Mets, like, I don't want to spend 7.6K on him. Ultimately, you just go all the way down to the bottom. So I don't hate that idea with Cortez. And we know how the, you know, Blue Jays offense is not the best offense. So uh, I'm with you on that. I'd rather just spend all the way down for one pitcher and then spend all the way up for another and then just load up on the bats, uh, at least in tournaments. Uh, in cash games, I'm definitely playing Jack Flaherty. I think Jack Flaherty is one of the biggest chalk plays of the day. Uh, I'm going to be all over him. I just think it's 7,900. That is just way too cheap for him. I know Logan Allen gets a great matchup against Baltimore, but Logan Allen, I mean, this is his second start in the in the majors, and he's 8.1K over a guy like Jack Flaherty. That's just crazy to me. Uh, at 7.9, I'm definitely going to go with Flaherty against this Oakland offense. It's also worth noting, Grant, uh, Oakland, they, they lose their DH, and they're a very ready-heavy lineup. So, uh, you know, I definitely think that uh, Flaherty is my top pitcher from a point-per-dollar perspective. What about you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much everyone's going to be on the same page. Flaherty is a guy with pretty extreme splits, and he's going up against an Oakland team. 
losing their DH, a lot of varieties in the lineup, probably only going to have profile medals, and we'll see what happens when they actually come out with the lineup. But Flaherty has a huge amount of upside. He's continually underpriced on virtually every single slate, so I'm getting real sick of him just being the chalk to end all chalk. I think it's fine to fade him in tournaments, but in cash, it's looking like he pretty much has to be the SP2. I mean, there's no one else that is remotely close to his upside in that range. I mean, most of the guys aren't going to go late into the game or aren't good. Bumgarner is the only one who potentially matches upside, and that's just if he gets a complete game shutout, which is always possible going up against Colorado and Coors. Plus, Colorado has a whole bunch of strikeouts in his lineup. But, yeah, Flaherty is the clear SP2 in tournaments. But, yeah, balls to the wall. I'm going Cortez in tournaments. Yep, uh, I, I like that idea. Definitely think that could work out for you, Grant. Um, I'm picking now. I just got Dansby Swanson. Uh, I, I was hoping to get Freeman. Freeman's already off the board, but looks like I got a little bit of a brave stack today. And uh, you know that that team is definitely going to be a uh, a very good offense today. There's just so many, Grant. It's like it feels like it's impossible to rank. And I guess when we talk about that, there's so many offenses. Like, do you care about like what you're doing with ownership today? I think yesterday was a very ownership driven slate. I think it was one that you had to, you know, keep in mind about when you're building tournament teams and normally in baseball ownership is very big, but uh, on this slate grant, I think we just don't need to care about it. Yeah. I mean, we do honestly fading the Chicago game is probably the best thing you can possibly do and just take occasional one-off bats with power. But I still think that people are going to go to that uh, game quite a bit and, Honestly, the pitchers aren't as bad as they were yesterday. Um, Lester's obviously a decent pitcher, but this uh, guy for Chicago, he was good in the minors. Uh, he could be good in the majors. And I know that Atlanta's a great team, and I know it's hotter today, slightly less wind blowing up, but still decent enough. There's going to be home runs there, so I'm better off just picking and choosing. you got to realize that a lot of Vegas implied totals are based on, like, how many runs are going to be scored, Correct they don't entirely incorporate how those runs are going to be scored. So a game where Aaron Sanchez is facing a team that puts the ball in play a whole lot and is a decent line drive hitting team, they're not going to get a whole lot of home runs, but he's going to walk so many guys. They're going to score runs that way. This Chicago game is almost entirely built off of uh, home runs. This 12 implied total could mean six to seven home runs in all reality. And it still might not even hit the over. It could just be all home runs this entire game. So it's interesting. I don't know if you really need to go there in tournaments, but we'll we'll see. Yep, lots of ways to go. How are you building so far in this draft, Grant? What do you got cooking over there? Well, I got two Yankees so far. I got Voigt and Stanton. That threw in Schwarber. I know he's going lefty-lefty, but again, the conditions are great for home runs. Ownership isn't really an issue here. So I'm just looking for bombs in my line because there's going to be about 50 of them hit today. Yep, there's definitely going to be a lot of them hit for sure. Uh, let's dive back in and talk about some pitching because uh, pitching is really, really interesting today. And, and I guess, you know, at the top, let, let's break down Max Scherzer versus Garrett Cole. Um, on salary sites, I, my first lean was I wanted to go with Garrett Cole. Reason why was because I just thought that $900 would be a big would be a big deal in trying to get like enough bats in on my slate. But the more I look at it, I feel like Max is – might be a superior enough play where I might drop one bat down a little bit. Uh, I don't know for sure. I think lineups are going to be really key for that, which lineups will be coming in soon uh, for a ton of teams. What about you? What are you doing between Max and Cole with the salary uh, difference? I mean, I think I'm saving a little bit with Cole. Uh, In all reality, it depends on the side. Over on Yahoo, I'm just using both of them. Over on Fantasy Draft, DK, it all depends on what bats end up coming out there. I'm not going to be locked into either. I'm going to throw in Scherzer and if I really need that extra money at the end after 
building my lineup, I'll, I'll drop down to Cole, but um, it's looking like as of right now, that's likely, but anything can happen. Any number of value bats can come out in these lineups in good spots. So it all depends on who's out there. It's looking like it's probably going to be cold, but if value bats come up, then it's Scherzer. Yeah, I'm hoping we can get some value bats so I can get Scherzer in there. I already built a team though that's pretty good. Um, I, I kind of like the way my construction is, and I, I feel like I have a lot of really good bats. So uh, we'll have to see how it all ends up shaking up. But uh, Flaherty just went good pick there, Grant. I was hoping maybe he can make it around to me, but it doesn't look like that is going to be the case here. Yeah, yeah, it clearly was not. And I mean, there's just so many good bats available. I pretty much had to take him because at worst, I'm going to get stuck with a guy like Bregman or Elvis Andrus. Any one of those guys can easily fall to me in the next 10 picks. I'm not worried about it. Also, something you can generally do is look at the team page. I knew that there was three guys bad getting a pitcher behind me. And while a lot of them still need infielders and I need an infielder, I'm not worried about that. Yeah, I'm looking at that all now to see if uh, anyone's going to take I need one outfielder, so I'm curious if anyone will steal him from me. So I'm trying to check it out. I think I'm going to wait on pitcher. There's still a lot of good options. I want to finish out my Brave stack. So I'm going to grab – oh, J.D. is there too, though. I love J.D. today. Uh, I probably – did someone take Austin Riley? Let's see. Someone did take Austin Riley. So I can go Marquecas and fill out the stack or take Martinez as a one-off. Uh, take J.D. Yeah, I'm taking J.D. for sure. I love J.D. today. I think he's a phenomenal play. Looking at the batted ball data that he's had uh, over the last 15 days, he's been crushing the ball. I think it's like 240 batted ball distance, 94 exit velocity. He's been killing the ball. I want J.D., and I think I uh, ruined Flores over there with his picks. He had a nice little Red Sox stack going, which I actually think is the best stack of the day if you force me to pick one. What about you, Grant? What's your? You can only play one stack today. I'm only letting you play one. Single entry, who are you stacking up? Padres, and it's not close. I love the Padres today. Yakabonis is going to be opening, and he's not great. He's just all right. I mean, actually, no, he's just below average. Uh, it's good hitting conditions over there. Baltimore is a great hitter's ballpark, especially when it's this hot. And this Padres team, if Josh Rogers is the long relief guy, oh, my goodness, he's going to get destroyed. There's so much power in this lineup, and people don't realize – like how good this lineup actually is and how much upside it actually has. They're getting a bad Baltimore bullpen. They're getting a not great opener. They're getting a bad long relief guy. Everyone who's going against them is going to be bad. And everyone in this lineup hits the power. I am going to be hammering Padres on every single site. They're fantastic. Love Tatis, love Machado, love Renfro, love Reyes, love, love Naylor, love Hosmer, love Myers. Love everyone. It's that simple. You want to bomb in any of these guys. And, oh, man, this is great. I just finally found out that the uh, ownership info, I think, is over on the starting lineups page now. Oh, nice. That's awesome to see. Uh, let, me, let me see if I can – where is it Where is it pulled up? Oh, it's on – is it on every player? Oh, wow, that looks awesome. I'm guessing that's a premium feature too, right? So if people yeah. are watching and they don't have premium, uh, then you probably won't see it. Uh, but that's actually really awesome. I, I like that. It's a new addition that we have. So happy to see that. But I did want to say something, Grant, uh, in regards to the Padres. Have you checked their prices on FanDuel today? Yeah, they're cheap. Yeah, like you, if you uh, want to play Padres today, you need to go over on FanDuel and like kind of load up on them. Uh, Machado, he's 3.9. Tatis, he's 3.8. Those are the two most expensive Padres. After that, Every single bat on the Padres, they're 3.1K or below. You got Hosmer at 3.1. Hunter Renfro at 3K. Framo uh, Reyes, he is 2.8K. You have uh, Will Myers, and he may, might not have the greatest lineup spot, but he's going to be 2.7K. Uh, 
Uh, it's just a crazy, uh, you know, crazy good prices on these guys. Naylor, he's 2.5K. Uh, I'm definitely going to be loading up on Padres over on FanDuel. I think that they are one of the better stacks and you can get that stack in with like a really good, uh, you know, really good bats. The only issue that you can kind of run into Grant is you're playing a lot of the outfielders most likely, right? You're probably playing Renfo. You're probably playing Reyes. And when you end up doing that, you might miss out on some of these other outfielders, like two outfielders. I like are Mookie Betts and JD Martinez. But I think if you play three Padres outfielders, you're naturally going to be really contrarian. So if you go a guy like Renfro and go a guy like Reyes, and maybe throw a I don't think you're going to be contrarian. They're the cheapest guys. I expect them to be the Uber Chuck. But are people people hate playing three outfielders, Grant? They hate that from the same exact. Yeah, but they team. like paying up for pitching. They like getting good pitchers. The easiest way to do that is play some of the outfielders. Whereas Tatis and Machado are both fairly expensive over there. Uh, they are the outfielders are way cheaper. You go with the cheap guys that allow you to pay up on big pitching slates. They don't really care if you have three outfielders from the same team here. Throwing in Naylor, Franmill, and Renfro, you get a four, five, six stack on an away team in a great spot, all of them with power. And you can even throw Will Myers. You can go four outfielders from the same team, save a bunch of money, and just take the infield. You got to look at also where you're able to double stack. So looking at these teams, we have the Indians, where you can go Santana, Kipnis, Ramirez, Lindor. Get a great infield stack that's a little bit more expensive with a whole lot of upside. You can go over to Chicago or Atlanta. You can go Freeman, Donaldson, Swanson, um, and Albies. Or you can go Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, and then take a one-off second baseman. People are going to be stacking this San Diego outfield at a huge clip. I'm looking for ownership now to just to see. I mean, I, I knew they, they definitely get some, but I don't know. I, I'm always in the camp of like when you play three outfielders from a team, like I just don't think people like doing that. Like there's like this block in their head, but let, let's see what ownership says. Let, let people don't like doing that unless there's a good double stack with infielders and you have six of them today. You have literally six of them today. You have the Yankees. You have, you could potentially do the Red Sox as a three-man stack. You have the Rangers you could probably go with as a three-man infield stack, although that's not great. You have the Indians, who are a fantastic one. You have the Cubs and the Braves. You have the Astros that you can do a three-man infield stack or a four-man if you really want to because you can take wider Trinos at the bottom. And you have the Brewers that's like you can still get Moustakas, Perez, Grandal in the infield if you want to. You can do a nice 4-3 stack with the outfielder. Or you can just do three outfielders and not do the fourth and still get a great double stack no matter what. San Diego is going to be the chalk. Fair enough. And I'm yeah, looking at it, they're definitely going to be chalkier, but I, I, I'm probably not going to care, and I'll find a way to be different with it. And the lineup just came out. I'm trying to pull it up here. I lost the lineup. Where is it? Let's see. Clicked on the wrong page. Here we go. We have Tatis, Hosmer, Machado, Renfro, uh, Reyes, Naylor, Mejia, Kinsler, and Marriott. So no Will Myers there, but that's okay. And uh, I lost the screen share. I'm going to get it back up now. Give me Quit fudging up. I, it, it keeps saying, like, I guess whenever I don't touch my screen for a while, it goes null and then just kind of disappears. So um, that's okay. We'll fire up another draft grant. Um, actually, before we do that, let, let's, let's look at some of the teams that were made. Um, let's go with the no badges uh we'll start with devin uh, well, let's let's criticize devin's team uh, your turn grant go with it i don't criticize devin uh he got vogelbaum going up against a guy that struggles against lefties with a 0.8 price tag fantastic tatis great pick bet um suarez eh puig eh not really a big fan of either of them going against haney he's a tough yeah yeah devin you kind of fudged up 
Tatis and Vogelbach, fantastic picks. Rest of it, you 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 got trash team. I'm well, sorry, I, I don't I don't hate the Suarez and Puig thing as much. The problem is, this is like too good of a slate for those guys. But I think Suarez on salary sites like DraftKings, he's only three point seven k, and against Heaney, who has been struggling as of recent, he's just not finding the plate. I don't hate like Suarez maybe as a one off. So name one guy on my team that is wor- a worse pick than Suarez or Puig. Man, no, I'm no. really I'm really hammering Devin today. I don't feel good about myself. Yeah, guys, you, I get kicked off the show. You know why? You, yeah, your your team's really good. Uh, your team's set up pretty well. Let's see uh, NY Jets team. He went David Price against the White Sox, which I don't love uh, David Price as much today. I never really like uh, attacking the White Sox with lefties, but Price could easily uh, you know get a ton of strikeout upside because we know there is strikeouts in the White Sox lineup. But other than that, man, Freeman is a one-off, and then all the Yankees bats. So uh, great team constructed there. Talk about uh, BCK 5369's team uh, with the, uh, the smiley face balloon. I mean, he gets four bombs and a potential upside with Ray. Baez in great hitting conditions. Hoskins, one of the best hitters of all time, if not the best hitter of all time. Edwin, he's in for a great bomb spot. And Riley, we know he has power, and he's in the best home run hitting spot on the entire slate. All right, I'll head on over. I will talk about Lucky Seven's team. He's got Bieber, which is in a great spot here against Kansas City, so like that. Bieber's a guy that's definitely going to go overlooked, a lower-owned pitcher compared to the Aces, and for good reason, because those other Aces, they're probably better plays, but uh, Bieber could still be a good play as well. So uh, then you look at it, he's got that Padre stack we talked about, and Devers is a one-off, so phenomenal team there, like the construction. And then we have Flores' team, the number one team on the uh, on the draft, got the number one pick, Grant. Break that down for me. I mean, Cole's good. Bogarts, Pete Alonso, Bet Springer. He has power. He has a little two man in there. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of it. But getting the first pick, you have to go pitcher, and then you probably want Bogarts, Betts, just to get start a little Red Sox sack. And you got you snaked him, obviously with JD. So he went with Alonso, Springer, two guys with some power. I don't mind it. It's not great. It's not terrible. Yep. All right. Let's start up another draft thing, Grant. We are going to do a hitters only draft. Boom. I can make this work. All right, hitters only, and we're starting in three, two, one, go. And I'm in. I'm, I did it. I did it. I got it. Perfect. And if you guys have QQs, throw them in chat. We're happy to answer them, and we already have a QQ because Devin, our awesome producer, he's getting them from the YouTube chat. And if you guys have questions, fire them in the YouTube chat. Like and subscribe over there if you guys can. You know, even if we do or don't answer your questions, we appreciate it no matter what. But we'll answer your questions for you. Uh, how do you guys feel about the Los Angeles Angels lefties tonight? Um, I mean, I'm a big fan of Otani. That's that's really about as far as I want to go. I mean, Molly obviously been much better or much worse versus lefties than he has versus righties. Lestella, Calhoun, Bohr are all fine. Um, and if you really want to stack it up, that's all right. Angels is a decent hitting ballpark for home runs so far this year. So you can get home runs from any of those guys, but Otani's really the guy that I would plan on going with. And if you really want to stack them, that's fine. Stack them up and throw a trap in there to round it out. Uh, they're going to go low owned. And like I said, Molly does struggle versus lefties and all these guys have power. I'm just not a huge fan of the outside of Otani. Yeah, just just feels like the wrong slate. Maybe more of a spot to just take some one-offs, right? Like Otani is a one-off. Like if I was building in the lineup builder, uh, I'd want to maybe put him in like my five one-one-one stacks. Like and put Otani's a one-off. Uh, I think that's the way I would maybe approach it. Yeah. 
And we need one more person to join, guys. Please jump on in. Uh, I don't know, Grant. You you already got in here. Uh, we're missing someone. Devin, Devin, I don't know if you ran out of the funds after that last one or you're too scared to after what Grant said. But if you could jump in, that'd be fun. Um, let's let's see. Maybe I can invite other people as well. And oh, I, Devin got in. All right, Devin got in. There we go. We Look got at him. him just paying the rake. <laughs> He's going to redeem yeah. himself here. And he says, oh, it's not a hitters only. I'm an idiot. I messed up. So uh, You named it hitters only, but you didn't change it to hitters only. Wow. Uh, we'll see if we can run another hitters only after. Uh, my bad on that one. Um, You're really toying with people, aren't you? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to I, – I, I at least I didn't pull a Dan Bach, right? Like fire up a $100 contest so, and everyone joins, right? You do a $5 first and then just fire 100 and everyone joins in and doesn't know what they're getting themselves into. I always like that because I'm just going to win more money. That is that is totally fair, Grant. You are you are crushing it on uh, draft. Uh, have you have you done a ton of drafts today? I've only done like twenty five. Baseball is the one I do the least. Like football, I'm drafting every second pretty much from Monday after the first game or after Monday night football gets played until Sunday morning. Um, and now with global player swap, I'm going to go even harder all over the place. So yeah, it, I I will I will have a lot of money on draft during football season and the basketball season with global player swap. Now I don't have to worry about anything. So I'll be doing quite a bit on that too. Yep. I, uh, I agree with you. Uh, definitely the global player swap was the one thing that kind of held me back in basketball. So I'll definitely fire a lot more in basketball because it'd be, I'd be doing stuff at like six fifty five, and you know, a player would get, uh, you know, change out. And I, I can't just sit and go through the drafts. I have more money invested in other sites. So it would be a kind of a, a hassle to, to go through, but uh, happy about the global player swap feature. Uh, that's absolutely awesome. Yeah, no, on basketball, I kind of play by, I'd create all my salary cap lineups about 30 minutes before lock, um, just because I'm waiting on injury news anyways. And if there's any injury news that may screw me over on draft, I had oh, so much money on there every single day. It's like, eh, it's not not worth potentially screwing up on both sides. Just focus on one less. There's no injury news and then I'm good. Yep, I'm with you on that. And we got a lot of Yankees off the board. I, I first I took Max Scherzer because I think he's the number one play. If you're if you're forced to pick one pitcher uh, and salary is not a thing, I would end up going to Max against the terrible, terrible Miami Marlins. Uh, I'm definitely in that camp. We, we talked about that a little bit, but I want to kind of go to some other pitchers, Grant. Uh, let's talk about the mid-tier. Uh, we talked about Flaherty uh, and how he's going to be very chalky, but who are some pivots to, uh, off of him? Logan Allen against the Orioles. That seems like an interesting option. Bumgarner in San Francisco against Colorado. That could be intriguing. Uh, David Price has upside, obviously, against the White Sox. Robbie Ray, I know the Dodgers matchup is difficult, but there's some upside there. Blake Snell is only 9K on DraftKings. Like, that's a crazy price tag. Uh, break down these guys for me. Who are some of your favorites? Who are some of the guys you're not playing? I mean, so Bumgarner... I'd, I'd rather go Flaherty, but he's going to be, he's also going to be semi chalky. So I'm probably not at him. The pivots for tournaments are Gibson, who's in a tough matchup, but he's a very good pitcher that always gets overlooked. Price, who's in an actual high upside matchup that could get blown up. So there's upside and there's downside. He's the pivot. Ray, obviously, you can go up to, but that's a little bit too, that's, that's quite a bit higher price. Um, it's Price, it's Gibson, it's Heaney are the pivots from Flaherty outside of them. Like Molly, you're not getting huge strikeout upside because of his opponent. Um, let's see. Marco Gonzalez, not good. Freed and whatever his name is for Chicago, not in a good spot. Chi-Chi, not very good. Davis, like, is the next guy I'd really prefer if you're going down. And I'm really not happy about that one. So 
honestly, if you're going lower, I'm just I'm gonna have so much Cortez today. I already know it. Yeah, it just it's gonna help you get the bats, Grant. Uh, it sounds like that's why you're doing it, and I, and I get it because there there is not a cheap pitcher option that you love. Like you know, a guy like CC yesterday, he got a lot of ownership because people could get behind him, but. Uh, I don't know who, like, let's just say you had to play someone that's not named Cortez Grant. Like, let's say you were looking at one of the 6K guys. Like, who are you playing in the 6, 7K range? Because there's just no one I love. It's Davies, um, just because he's going up against Seattle. Yes, he's bad versus lefties. But there's always upside in this lineup, and there's just as much downside. But I don't think I want a single share of a guy under, uh, what's the name, Flaherty, until I get to Cortez. That's just the simple version of it i don't want any of them i don't hate that i guess the one guy maybe you can look to is jesse chavez he's he's stretched out now uh maybe not all the way stretched out he pitched 59 pitches but he gets a a uh tigers team which if you pull up the plate iq and i'll pull it up now uh i'm sure you guys can pull it up well you know on your screens as well but the tigers man like we know that they strike out a ton and grabbing it now here and the tigers if you look at their k percentages i'll just run down the order 28 point six percent 24 point three percent 20 point eight percent 28.2 percent 23.3 percent 29.1 percent 23.2 19.4 and then 20 percent uh there are a lot of strikeouts there yep you are not wrong yeah it's just it's too uh too good to pass up on and also like the walks these guys don't walk a ton too so they're either gonna get a hit or strike out right uh so i definitely like uh you know chavez if you if you force me to pick uh i guess you like davies i would pick chavez if, if that's what i was uh picking to do and he's also a little bit cheaper than davies as well uh i'm up to pick let me see what i'm gonna do here with my options i'm gonna go with let's see I'll go with Renfro and then yeah, I'll go with Renfro and then I'm gonna go with Machado. So I'll start off the Padres stack. Eh, don't mind that move at all. There's just so many bats, Grant. Like it's crazy to think. Like the guy's still available. Josh Donaldson, Hoskins, uh, Rizzo, Schwarber, uh, Swanson. There's so many bats to love here. Yeah. Yeah, you are not wrong, my friend. Oh, gosh, I've just I keep trying to talk myself off Cortez. Cortez might be the top play on the slate. Uh, is this, am I, am I seeing a beer chugging bet with someone coming Cortez over um, like Max Scherzer or something? Is that, is that happening with Dean on the flagship? Or are you going to pull that off in chat? I mean, I wouldn't go that crazy, but. Yeah. Do, do it, do it against Flaherty then. Maybe, maybe that, maybe that'll be the one or, or figure out who Dean's cheap guy is that you can get behind. It's not that he's that great. Like he's going to go 80 pitches probably here. He's going to go five innings, maybe get the, probably get the win. Um, and he's going to get probably five strikeouts he's gonna get you 18 to 25 points and that's fantastic considering he's 4k gosh darn it uh how is he why this ownership can't be right on him like what is it cortez is uh 0.25 percent owned on tk that's that's not right i mean i'll I'll take the over on that if there's a market i can bet that i'll 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 look at the over there i think he's going to be higher than 10 yeah, I, I, I haven't looked at him that much, so I don't know. Uh, but he definitely could get ownership today. Um, definitely, I would definitely be bumping that. Uh, Jamino's doing that nap, though, right now. He's getting his nap in, so uh, give, give him a break. There's nothing wrong with the nap. we got some QQs in the chat here. Um, top cash game plays. So it's Cole, it's Scherzer, it's Flaherty. Flaherty with one of those two. Either one's fine. Um, for bats, like... Cano is way too cheap, as he always is, which is super annoying. Um, 
staying a little bit too cheap. Jose Ramirez, Kipnis, same thing, always too cheap. Real Muto, too cheap. Those are the guys that you start with, and then you start throwing in Yankees, uh, start throwing in Atlanta and Chicago bats. Yeah, I think the way you're playing cash games today is you're you're going for a spend-up pitcher, and then you're plugging in Flaherty, and then from there, you're putting catcher, uh, and then, like, all the other positions, like I'm trying to live in like the 4K-ish range, maybe have like one lower 3K guy, like a Cano makes sense. Uh, and the way I guess I'd do the outfield is I'd want to get those like Yankees bats, the Brewers. I mean, they all have really good price tags in the 4K range. Uh, so those are some guys I would look at. And then uh, talking FanDuel, like those Padres bats, uh, that, that's how I would definitely be loading up on, uh, you know, a lot of those guys in the outfield. So uh, yeah, th- th- this is a loaded slate, man. Uh, is this the best slate that we've had so far this season? I mean, it could be the highest scoring slate we've had all season. Yeah, there that that could definitely be the case too. I mean, I mean, JD Martinez is going at four point one in these drafts. Like that's just crazy to me. Four point one as a pick and for JD Martinez just makes no sense. There are still two Cubs on the board. Yeah, which Cubs? Oh gosh, Rizzo. Like Rizzo's still available. I know it's lefty lefty, but I got a three man Cub stack with the top three Cubs along with Stanton in a ten man. That's not normal. Yeah, this is it's it's a wild slate. I'm about to see what, what I I went with the Padres. So I mean, I'll probably just do a two two. I'll probably go for we'll see what's left here. I, I can do Kane and Braun who aren't even taken. Like they're great plays today. DJ Lemayhew's still on the board. Bogarts, Riley, Swan, like Riley and Swanson. I mean, that's just you can go those two there. So much, so many bats, man. Yeah, this is. Oh gosh, I'm gonna have way too much fun with this slate. Yeah, I'm curious, like what the winning score is. This is gonna be a crazy score. The question is, will a stack win it? Because when it's like yes. Dean always makes this argument. I, I always, I always, I think he at least I don't want to speak for him, but I, I he has talked about how uh, instead of just playing like all you know one stack of a team, you can just play like all the really good bats, and you're contrarian that mm-hmm. way, which uh, it can make some sense. But uh, you don't think that's the way they could go today? If all, we're just getting tons of home runs, you can just pick out up the home runs today. I mean, I, I could lit, I could really see a Cole Scherzer lineup winning it um, with just getting five cheaper bombs, uh, depending on what what ends up coming out in terms of salary relief. But I mean, it, it's definitely possible because Scherzer and Cole could both end up with I don't know forty points here. Yeah, certainly. Uh, you just got to make sure you have the bats in though. Like, let, let's see if you did plug in Scherzer Cole. Uh, let's see how much it uh, goes out to be salary wise. It, it could be a little difficult though. Let's see. Yeah, Scherzer Cole, a little bit tough. No, I, yeah, I wouldn't be building those today. Uh, I just don't know what bats you'll get. Like, like I said, I, that's why I like the Flaherty and like the top spend up option because you can get enough 4K bats where you really have a strong lineup. In my I mean, there's still uh, Ortega who's 2.3K. I mean, you punt him, you punt catcher, and you got some money to work with. Yeah, that, that, it's just tough, man. Uh, here, let's go back to some YouTube questions here. Again, if you guys haven't, uh, if you're not on YouTube, uh, maybe head over to the YouTube chat, hang out with those guys, and give us the like and subscribe. We would appreciate it. Uh, but we have a question that's, any Texas bats tonight? What's your take on them? Because they sound like they're going under. I mean, everyone's going under on because of the slate, but they are going versus Zimmerman. Gallo's back in the lineup. They've got some power. A lot of lefties going up against Zimmerman, who I think has been actually like a bit – splits neutral um in the recent years i'm not sure he hasn't pitched enough this year to really know but i believe he's been getting crushed by lefties uh so far this season it could be with his reduced fastball velocity 
But last year, yeah, he was he's fairly splits neutral. Um, in any case, he gets up bombs at both sides of the plate. It's in decent hitting conditions, and there's some home run power in this Texas lineup. So, yeah, you can definitely play. All right, YouTube chat question. Chavez or Cortez for SP2, who should be the SP1 GPPs? I mean, Cole or Scherzer. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, and then and then I'm guessing your your team Cortez over Chavez. Yeah, I'm, I might be the top team Cortez guy today, which is super weird. But I, I just want to know what his ownership's going to be because I feel like that's the only way to do things today is to play Cortez. Yeah, I don't know if it's the only way to do it. I mean, you, you can make – I don't know. I, I play more cash games, so I don't stack. Like, I'm not stacking the Yankees, right? And if you're stacking the Yankees all around, like, that's very difficult to probably do. And you, who knows? You might need a guy like Cortez to make that work. Uh, here's a question about the Yankees. Stanton or Judge? You got to pick one, Greg. Judge. Yeah, I think it's Stanton for me. Uh, Judge hasn't looked as good so far, and I don't know. Like, he's – I hate playing in guys. What, four games? Yeah, I mean, I want to, I want to wait for them to get better, and then I'm, then I'm in on them. That's how I kind of do it, uh, at least for cash games, uh, from my perspective. But I mean, Judge historically has just absolutely mashed. Well, I guess they both just completely mashed lefties, but they're both Judge, great plays. I, I might even play both in cash grant. Like they're both amazing plays. Yeah, Judge. Like the big thing with him is he has a higher K rate, so going up against a guy like Richard or Richard, he's going to strike out less, and that's means he's putting the ball in play more. I'd take Judge. You know, I mean, that's the same with Stan, though. I mean, they're, they're like the same player, honestly, um, except uh, the Judge walks a little bit more. Um, let's see. Uh, QQ, Machado and Judge or Torres and Bryant? I think that's Machado and Judge easy for me. What about you? Yep, same. All right, we got YouTube chat question. Harper or Yelich? I go with Harper, uh, but that's because I think the price is a little cheaper. But it, I think while points, it's Yelich, and then point per dollar, it's Harper. What about you? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Harper's just cheaper. Yeah, yeah. He's got a really nice price tag. Uh, it just depends where you're shopping. And if I was playing on draft, I'd be probably taking Yelich over Harper. Uh, we have 10 minutes left, Grant. Um, do we want to do another draft? Uh, maybe do a hitters only and just make it a six man? Does that work? Yeah. All right. So now here's the actual hitters only. Uh, I promise this time. And I'm going to list it as hitters only. And again, it's only six people. So jump on in quick because uh, we got to make this one a little bit faster. And we're going in three, two, one, go. Oh, there it is. Boom. And I got in. Hooray me. First person in. I'm the greatest. There you go. A little slow, Grant, because my, I'm still on that iPhone 6, man. Uh, so I still haven't had the upgrade. Uh, hanging strong with my phone. Uh, the same phone that Devin always made fun of me on the shows for using. It's still alive and kicking. Is it, So is it um, broken at all? No, it's not broken at all. Then just trade it in. You can literally trade it in and start your new phone. Yeah, I might, I might do that. I always say I'm going to. I can also like, uh, I can always write off a phone. So uh, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll see if I get to it this summer. Uh, that's it's on the to do list. We'll see if it actually happens. But once football starts, like you know, football and basketball, and then there's like no time for that. Those shenanigans, unless the phone breaks. Yeah, I got third pick. I'm gonna smoke you kids here. Yep, I'm at the end of the draft, which I'm, I'm fine with. I can get my stack the way I want it. And we have a Cubs lineup, Grant. You want to hear it? Yes, I'm just going to uh, draft I'll it. give you I'll give you the Yankees lineup too. So Yankees we got DJ LeMahieu, we have Judge, Sanchez, Stanton, Voigt, Encarnacion, Hicks, Torres and Urshela. I actually think Urshela is a really good contrarian play in that Yankee stack. So I like him. He's been crushing the ball lately. So uh he's definitely a, way, a guy that I would do on the wraparound stack today. Big fan of that. Um in the Cubs lineup, we got Schwarber, Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, Contreras. Uh we got Bodie, Russell, 
Alzale and then Almora batting last. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Nothing too crazy there. Um, let's see. Any more questions? We got the Philly stack tonight. What's your interest in that? It's one of the 10 stacks that are very much in play. They had near six implied team total. Might have gone up to six by now. They're going up against Lockett, who's not a good pitcher. It's decent hitting weather and a decent hitting ballpark. And these guys are all decent hitters. A lot of them are too cheap. Real Muto's way too cheap. Harper's too cheap. Hoskins too cheap. Segura's too cheap. Yes, you can play it. Okay, Grant. So this is what I want you to do then. Give me your uh, give me your top five stacks. You can only play five, right? Maybe there's someone that's out there. They're doing a you know a, a uh, they're only playing five lineups, so they're playing three, and they want to mix and match. Uh, who are your five stacks today? Padres, Cleveland, Astros, Cubs, Braves. Man, so no Yankees, no Red Sox there. Yankees. I mean, if you're talking about raw points, it's it's very clearly Yankees, Red Sox, Braves, Cubs, and then Padres. But you're, I guess you're talking with like salary and everything, mm-hmm. and trying to get the good pitchers in because uh, it, it makes sense, right? Those Red Sox and Yankees bats—they are very expensive, but they're really great plays. Yeah, gosh, 7.76 implied team total. That's ridiculous. Who's that at? Is that the Yankees? Yeah. Does not surprise me at all. Gosh. You know, it's crazy to think, like, uh, is Mike Trout going to be, like, uh, is Mike Trout going to be, like, like less than 1% today? I mean, potentially. Yeah, it's just a crazy thing to think about. Like, uh, not not something you would, uh, not something you would, you see every day. I mean, why would you take Mike Trout when you can take Hoskins? Hold on. I'm up trying to make my pick. Someone take him? No, JD's still there. Just want to walk in my boy, JD Martinez. Big fan of him today. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind that. I mean, Boston's a very good stack. There are just so many good stacks. I know. it's uh, th- This slate is wild, man. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. See what kind of what bats I can get today. Uh, man, I really want to get Judge and Stan. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get both on DK. That's the one thing I'm trying to see if I can make work. Uh, I don't know. I have a question for you at first base. I was struggling to find a first baseman to love today, at least uh, on like salary formats on DK. Do you have any first baseman over there that you really like? Because Goldschmidt was a guy I was kind of defaulting to, but I, I don't love him. I just think it's like a salary uh, play. Voight. Yeah, he's just expensive. I don't know. He's expensive, man. Like, I'm trying to look for like a cheap one. I guess I could, I should say. I mean, Goldschmidt's the only real cheap, cheap one. I mean, you can go Aguiar, uh, Gonzalez, decent splits. He gets a platoon split if he's in the lineup. He'll be bad and lower, so he's not going to draw a huge amount of ownership. I mean, Bobby Bradley, if he makes the lineup versus Sparkman's probably the top option at 4K. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. It's tough on uh, this has been a tough one for me. First base hasn't been the easiest and I'm probably punting catcher like I always do. Are you are you probably punting a lot of catcher today or how are you kind of building the catcher position cuz I think it's a good day to, to spend down if you can if you can. Um Real Muto's too cheap. 3.9k. It is way too cheap today. That's a great point. Yeah, I mean you can go with Jansen at 2.1k. Um it's not a terrible idea. Just as it isn't a terrible idea any given day. Um but Mejia, uh, whatever his name is from uh, San Diego, is in a terrible movie either at 3.3. All right, we got some more YouTube chat questions. In a Yankee stack, you got to pick one, Voight or Edwin. Uh, good thing to note, on Fandle, you can just play Voight and Edwin, and there you go. You uh, you know, that, Maybe you're different that way, but what do you think, Grant? Um, I'd probably go Edwin. Yep, I, I think I would go Edwin as well. And I'm up here. I'm I'm taking Renfro and I'm taking Machado and uh, I'm I'm loving this team that I have built here. 
Let's see. Chato, we are set. Um, here's another YouTube chat question. Conforto as a one-off. I actually love that. I think he's the one guy, if I had to pick one Mets bat, I would take him against Arietta. What about you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Arietta's got some pretty big splits. He's not good versus lefties. They get a ballpark upgrade. They get decent hitting conditions. Yeah. Conforto's a great one-off. Yep, with you on that. You like Gibson tonight at home, Grant. What's your take on Gibson? You said it earlier, but give it to Autumn Hunter 3-3 three, 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 one more time. He's going to be terribly low-owned. The Vegas implied team total is going to scare him away because the Rays are a good hitting team and it's decent hitting conditions. So, yeah, Gibson's that very much in play for GPPs. All right, here's another one. Framil Reyes or Stanton? Uh, I'd go Stanton. What about you? Uh, yeah, Stanton in cash. Tournaments, I don't mind Framil, though. I really like Framil. Yeah, I think Framil is a good play for sure. Uh, let's see. Who besides Flaherty in the mid-range, Grant? So uh, we talked about Flaherty. And we talked about some of the pivots. So uh, give them to the people again. No one. I mean, in the mid-range, you can go up to get like upper mid-range is where you go. You don't go below Flaherty, but you can switch over to Bum. You can switch over to Allen, Gibson, Price, Heaney, Snell. All of them are in play. All right. Uh, let's see stack Pittsburgh Marlins and twins. Uh, I would, I would, I think today's a day where you don't stack Pittsburgh, you don't stack the Marlins and you, if you're playing like a lot of teams and like a low dollar GBP, you can play the twins because I, I get it. Snell's good, but he's been struggling lately and there's a lot of good righty power there and there'll be like no ownership on them. What do you think about those three stacks all around? What was it? Twins and who? Twins, Marlins and Pittsburgh. I mean, Marlins is their. Let me see their prey. That, Marlins is a crazy thing to stack versus Scherzer. That's no, just why would you? That's no. Um, twins, yes, you can stack them. Snell's been off and on recently. And what was the last one? Uh, Pittsburgh against yeah. Cole. Just don't. It's a 15 game slate with so many good hitting spots. And against Cole, you're not getting that much of price savings. The only reason you would do that is so you could pay up for Cole and Scherzer. And no, just don't do it. I agree with you. And of course, when I star Bogarts on my screen, he takes Bogarts from me, but that's okay. Hopefully Playmaker doesn't take Devers here. And if he does, I will not be a happy camper. Let's see. Good. He took Bregman. There you go. Just like you talked about before, you can get Bregman with your last pick and that was his last pick. And that's just a six man. Uh, so um, let's see. So overall, Grant, we got two minutes left. I guess we're going to, you know, kind of get on out of here. Uh, let Devin get the next show set up. And speaking of the next show, we have the Yahoo show. It's at 350. It is Head Chopper. It is Kirk D's. After that, we have Dean, 78904, and Derek Hardy making a guest appearance. Uh, we don't get him too often on the flagship show, so that'll be a really fun show. Maybe you can con Cardi, too, into a bet grant. So there you go. And then we have Kevin Roth. And Cheese is Good with JSU Rab at 6.15 doing crunch time. Our premium show, if you haven't checked it out, subscribe to our premium product and do that. It's absolutely awesome. Kevin gives the weather. Cheese gives the cash picks. JSU gives the tournament takes. And it's a all-around good time. And then if you're in the mood to play some golf this week too, don't forget we also have a golf show at 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, STL Cards is there with Notorious and Redicheek. They are there for that show. So stay tuned for all that. Any final thoughts, Grant, on this slate and on the show? stack the Padres all righty stack up them Padres thanks a lot for joining us be sure to like and subscribe we're gonna get on out of here for me Travis Mangone and Grant Niefer we are gone see you kids
Fantasy Bar with six of my favorite plays on Yahoo, including three bats for you, $13 or below. A starting pitcher, under $40, I think, provides some good upside. And I'm going to call a guaranteed home run as the beast of the night. Who is it? Stay tuned and find out. Welcome in, guys. Tuesday edition Beers Daily Fantasy Six Pack. Feels good to be back here once again in the Fantasy Bar. I want to say thank you to my boy Grant for stepping in behind the bar last week. But I am back with six of my favorite plays tonight on Yahoo again. Got some value for you, some buy lows. But before we get to baseball, guys, guess what's right around the corner? That's right. Football season not too far away. And Yahoo has launched Best Ball on their desktop. Going to be mobile soon. For now, you get it on desktop, a great way to get started with your NFL research. So while you're over there in Yahoo, not only playing daily fantasy baseball, get over there and try some best ball with our friends at Yahoo. Now, let's get into my favorite plays of today. Let's start with one of those bylaws I talked about, a guy that's been over $20 a lot of this season. Let's start in the outfield, Austin Meadows, just $17. So a little bit of a slump after a red-hot start here for Austin Meadows. Kind of brought the price down. Like I said, been over $20 a lot of this season, so we're getting him now at $17. Really a price that jumped off the page for me. You see that Woba? Well over $400 for him this season. ISO at a nice $267. And Kyle Gibson, generally not a guy I go out of my way to target here, but left-handers, you see that big hard contact rate, over 40%. I want a small piece of this Tampa team. Don't think I'm stacking them up. But Austin Meadows, playable in any format here tonight against Kyle Gibson at $17. Let's stay with the lefties at second base. Tommy LaStella, just $13. So great price here as well. He's been $13 a couple times here recently, but hasn't dropped under that number since May 1st. So again, another buy low here. Kind of the theme of the six-pack today is grabbing these guys when they're low priced. Tommy LaStella, just too cheap. At $13. An ISO over $200. A Woba approaching $400. Red hot right now. Three multi hit games for him over the last five. And Trevor Molle, one of those guys I do go out of my way to target against, especially with left handed bats. 372 Woba allowed, 258 ISO. And the great combination I love fly balls and hard contact rate, both right around 40%. Love this value of Tommy Listella at $13. Speaking of value, let's go all the way down to $7 in the outfield with New York Mets outfielder Dominic Smith. So first thing we gotta do is make sure the guy's in the lineup. I didn't want to disclude him. I love this value if he is in the lineup. If he's not, we'll make the changes in the comment section below the video or on Twitter at BeermakersFam. But if he is in there, $7 really tough to beat in any format. Pretty much becomes a cash game. Lock generally hits in the middle of that lineup. And in tournaments, going to provide that salary relief we're looking for to stack up some teams. And we'll get to some of my favorite stacks here in a moment. But Smith, been solid against righties. Wobus almost 400. Arietta, the struggle with lefties. Kind of another theme like we talked about with Gibson, with Molly. 382 Woba allowed in ISO well over 200 and only a 14% strikeout rate. So a guy like Smith, maybe a little bit aggressive. K rate here for Arietta, kind of negates some of that and giving up a 43% hard contact rate. If Smith is in that lineup for the Mets, grab him at a great price of just $7. All right, to the starting pitching position. Got some studs up top, but we're going to go to the mid-range here with Madison Bumgarner, $37. So it's pitched very well against this Colorado team, averaging almost 27 Yahoo points now in two starts against this team. One of those starts came in Coors Field, so very impressive. 15 strikeouts 
against these Rockies this season. The strikeouts have been down for Bumgarner, but they've been here against this team. And the Rockies striking out a ton, seventh highest strikeout rate in the league against left-handed pitching at over 25%. And I always give you a beer gut play. Usually it's a hitter calling a home run. But tonight we're going to switch things up and we're going to go with a pitcher. And the beer gut telling me Madison Bumgarner has 10-plus strikeout upside. So let's have some fun here. Call those 10 strikeouts against the Rockies. Great price here at Madison Bumgarner in the mid-range at $37. All right, let's get to some of my favorite teams, my favorite stacks. Let's start with the Cleveland Indians at third base. Jose Ramirez, $13. So really starting to get it going here. We knew it was only a matter of time. Ice cold start. The numbers are terrible for him this season. But three multi-hit games now over the last four hits in 10 of the last 11 games. So this is one of the better buy lows that we have across the daily fantasy industry. And the beauty of Jose Ramirez really gives you that power upside as well as the speed upside. One of the better combinations we have in all of baseball. And I mentioned the Indians are my favorite stack. Why? Mr. Sparkman on the other side and it's really struggled with left-handed bats. We know Cleveland, a ton of lefties in that lineup, a ton of lefties with power. Sparkman giving up a 253 ISO and the great combination. Fly balls and hard contact. We mentioned it again. Both of his numbers there sitting at 47%. Love the Indians tonight. Love Jose Ramirez at a great price. Just $13. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play. But before we do that, guys, who's your favorite play? Who's your beast of the night? Get in the comment section. Let us know while you're there on YouTube. Enjoy your time here in the Fantasy Bar. I missed you guys. Get in there and click that thumbs up button, guys. Really appreciate it. Helps us out. I want to say thank you to everybody for stopping by the Fantasy Bar. Now, before we go, let's give you my favorite play. You know Mass, the beast of the night. All right, beast time. We're going to go back to the outfield. Round things out with my favorite play of the night. I guaranteed the home run call for Giancarlo Stanton. $21. Tonight's beast of the night. So I mentioned the Indians is one of my favorite stacks. The Yankees right there as well as one of my favorite stack options here on this big 15-game slate. And Stanton, we know, coming off the injury, not a ton of stats this season. You saw the home run last night, but against left-handed pitching last season, you're talking ISO over 300 for him at 329. Global well over 400. Nice little history against Clayton Richard here for those of you guys who are into BVP. Four for eight with a home run. Anytime I hear Richard, I think a good old Tommy boy. Richard, what's happening? And that's what's going on here against right-handed hitters. 293. ISO allowed. 431. The weighted OBA allowed. 44% hard contact rate. Rarely do I guarantee a home run. We may make some home run calls. We may make some beer gut calls. Guaranteeing a home run here for Giancarlo Stanton against Clayton Richard. Easily my favorite play on Yahoo and tonight's beast of the night. All right, guys, that'll wrap us up here for Tuesday night in the Fantasy Bar. Any comments, questions, feedback, you know what to do. Hit me up in that comment section. You can reach out and follow me on Twitter as well. At BeermakersFan for Rotogrinders.com. I am Beer saying salut. Best of luck here tonight, guys. We'll be right back here tomorrow talking either FanDuel or DraftKings pricing. So stay tuned for that. We'll see you. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
What is up, everybody? Welcome to this Yahoo Tournament Edition show. We got a great one on tap today. I'm your host, Head Chopper, here. We're going to get you through this uh, 250 to 350 hour looking at the uh, MLB tonight with limited lineups right now. So we're just kind of spitballing and shooting out some things. And I'm joined today by, you know, the legend himself, the man who is riding a massive hot streak this season. He's the adopter of all the dogs. You know, why Why go and buy this hybrid dog for a bunch of money when you can just go to the, the kenneling and adopt a poor dog that's going to get put to sleep anyway? This is the this is what the man does. This is what he does in his spare time. Kirk, he's, how's it hanging out there, man? Uh, I do love dogs. The guy who really uh, should take the credit for all of that is uh, Crane, Jax. Uh, he, he has more dogs and saves more dogs. But I, I do save dogs, and I love dogs. But uh, I'm doing well. Uh, the hot streak has officially ended, um, <laughs> as they always do. But I'm still grinding up, down swings, and I'm not I'm not like Big T uh, this week. But uh, I mean, he's officially he's on a real heater right now. Big but, T, yeah, it's been a been a very good season. Yeah, Big T's on a heat. That's the way it goes in this DFS game, man. You just get on these heaters, you get on these rolls, and you just gotta you just gotta ride it out. But uh, we're going to break down some baseball for you guys today. We got a big old 15-game slate for this here Tuesday. We're going to do some tournament work for you. It's going to be fun. Uh, like I said, limited lineups right now, but we're going to shoot you through positions, pitchers, players, stats, everything we can do to build a good Yahoo lineup out there. But before I get into that, got some house cleaning to do here. We got a little bit of work to take care of first. As you know, this show is sponsored by Yahoo, hence it's the Yahoo Tournament Edition. So be it, be it as that is sponsored by Yahoo, got to drop you in a couple Yahoo things here. Number one, the Yahoo Best Ball. It's out there for the NFL. Get in on it, guys. It's good stuff. Join the league today. It's, uh, you know, if you like your best balls, and that's like the season-long trend. That's the thing right now. I don't know if it's going to hold forever, but it's definitely here now. It's best ball. So Yahoo's got it. It's live over there. Get in on that. That's good stuff right there. So, Kurt, you play a little best ball? Uh, nothing gets me going like best ball. I'm telling you, uh, you know, this is tis the season, right? Like a couple months ago, people start throwing those NFL stats out on Twitter, start getting me all juiced up for best ball. And now Yahoo, my home court has officially launched a great product. So I'm excited. Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely appreciate. Listen, I don't play much season long anymore since we got into DFS, but I'll say this much. If I was going to play season long and the little season long I do play is best ball because I do not want to check those lineups every Sunday. I don't want to do ad drops. I don't want to have to worry about trades or starting and sitting the right guys. The best ball is clearly the way to go. So Yahoo, they got that out there. They're going to have some big prizes out there too, guys. Keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes peeled for that as we get closer to August. They're going to really ramp it up for us, so it's going to be good stuff. Yahoo Best Balls. So, not only that, also got to throw this one out here, too. The RG Badge promo. I mean, who doesn't like to wear, oh. who doesn't like to wear the RG Badge around the sites? You got to rep, man. You got to rep. You got to, make, you got to make sure everybody knows where you're from if you're going to be at the top of those leagues. I know guys who intentionally just stacked the very first game of the very first on the night on the board just so they can get that badge up to the top for that limited amount of time usually doesn't hold but you know it's, it's a good it's a good strategy uh, screen it's a great screenshot strategy there have been guys who have been accused of taking some premature screenshots but you know what our producer Devin just dropped the badge uh, forum in the uh, chat 
So if you want to check that out, what it is is you just go in there, basically change your badge, your icon, your avatar on the sites, change it to the RG badge, which you can easily download from here. And, uh, you know, you're going to get a special little shot out here when, when we see you out there. So I got some names. I'm going to break down some names here for you, for guys who recent RG members who are rocking the badge and we've noticed. So here's some guys. Are you ready for this one, Kurt? Because some ready. of these names, man, I'll tell you what. All right, so Pink-A-Daisy, Pink-A-Daisy H, Pink-A-Daisy, good for you rocking the RG badge. T. Carlton the third, T. Carlton the third, rocking the RG badge. Appreciate that one. T. Carlton the third. He sounds wealthy, doesn't he? <laughs> He's probably the the fish out there in the in the cash games you're playing for a thousand a night. That's T. Carlton. But another guy, R. P. Herzog. You know that sounds a little wealthy too. I I see a trend here. R. P. Herzog. Herzog is a good name. Uh, Gonzo, 7223. Gonzo, 7223. Must be a fan of Luis Gonzalez. Gonzo, 72. Corey Hall, 23. Corey Hall. It's, it's ballsy if you use your full name. It's ballsy if you use your full name on a site like, like that. Corey Hall, 23, though. Good for you. Here's a good one. You can get behind this one. You can relate. Fan of Braves, 65. Fan of Braves. There's a nice little name for you. Fan of Braves. Key Tonic. Key Tonic. Not bad. I like that one. A, here, here's another one. Here's another fan for you. Raiders fan, 1414. Raiders fan, 1414. A lot, lot of people repping their home team. Well, that's the way you got to do it sometimes, you know. Uh, it's just, you know, it's either come up with a silly name or you can use your full name like Corey Hall or you can rep your, your favorite team and, and go for that. If you were repping your favorite team, which team would it be? Which, which, what's your favorite team across all the sports and across all the towns? Oh, man, I can't rep my Celtics right now. No, but it would be the Celtics if you it could. Would be, it would be the Celtics for sure. Celtics are your fifth. So they beat out the Red Sox, Patriots, all that stuff, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I love them all, but uh, Celtics are uh, – basketball is my favorite sport. Yeah, interesting how that works out sometimes like that. But uh, those are the names I got for you guys. Don't forget the RG Badge promo. Switch it out. And uh, – we took care of all that business. I'm also going to say, sometime soon, we're going to be changing up this chat here, man. It's going to be very, very interesting. We're going to do – we've got some new things in the works. You guys will be able to look out for that. It would be fun, but – all right. We got to close out the promos. I, I, I've had – oh, yeah. I got one more for you, man. I, don't, I can't forget this. Devin would – he'll fire me on the spot if I didn't say. You have to go to the YouTube. You have to hit the like and subscribe. You have to do that. You have to juice up those numbers for us. We need that. So, the like and subscribe – Helps you with uh, bringing these videos back uh, to your own feed, also, so you'll you'll easily more easily accessible when you do that for yourself. Helps out our numbers. The like and subscribe. So I'm sure you guys have had enough of the promos now. Now we need to get to some baseball. So an overview here before we even get started, Kurt. We got 15 games. We've got some stud pitching out there. We've got some incredible, incredible. Uh, stats we could play like we've got it all tonight I mean this is encompasses the full works of DFS tonight in this 15 game slate so what's your uh what's your first initial thoughts on this thing man it's overwhelming this slate is what my first instinct is and I want to go in like 80 million directions I'm not a mass multi-enter guy so I like to hone in on one lineup maybe do a couple of variations um you know sometimes I'll go like three lineups right now the way I'm doing it but uh 
So I've got a lot of directions I want to go in. And so hopefully this show, I'll have it all figured out by the end of it. But man, we've got, we've got pitching. We've got. Yeah, we've got pitching. We've got pitching for sure. And uh, he has a, a million, 80 million ways to go. And he's not going to be able to break it down for us right now. Cause apparently he's froze up. So I'm with him though. A lot of different ways we could go. So we're going to get him back in a minute. Chris, you there? Yeah, I think so. All right, eighty million ways. We, we lost you on eighty million ways to go. And you know what it is? I unplugged the internet with my foot by accident, and so you can you hear me. I got you, man. You're you're okay, coming in good. now, loud and clear. All right. All right. So well, we're good. We're good. Okay, we're good. I'll tell you one one quick story about my internet. I was ready to change out my box yesterday. I was I called up Spectrum, which used to be Time Warner, now it's Spectrum. And I was like, hey, lady, I need I need a place to take this box because, you know, this thing, I've had it for two and a half years, this modem, I'm, I'm done with it. Let's, let's, let's just change it out. I need something new. I pay enough a month. I don't even want to tell you what my cable slash internet bill is every month. but And she somehow convinced me by the end of the phone call to just reset the modem and, and, and leave it. And I was like, oh, okay, she talked me into it. So I've still got the same modem. So if I break off, you know it's that lady's fault from Spectrum. But she got me, man. She talked me into it. But. We're good. Let's get through this. Let's start. I would say we start off with uh, guys. If you're following along here, I got my screen share up. I'm taking you through some of the tools I'm, I'm looking at here today and what I look at most days. Start off with the lineup HQ. We're going to play. I plug in. Uh, I know you use the bat, don't you? I'm plugging in Derek Cardi's bat projections, just the, the regular standard bat projections. Are, is that what you're using? Um, I use uh, I use a few different sources, but I definitely the bat is the one I I lean on most heavily. Now, have you tried have you tried Jeff El Jefe's number ball projections? I have not. Although I hear they're they're incredible, right? I hear they're all incredible. It's all and good. everything everything I see on Twitter is it, it's people winning a queue every night and they're incredible. So I'm gonna say they're incredible. Okay, they're incredible. Well, when he when he comes at me and he wants to uh, give me a little freebie, I'll gladly take the freebie. So then I can I can maybe rep his too, but. For right now, we're going the bat because, you know, I've, I've seen the bat for a few years in action. It's really good. So that's what we're looking at. Let's start off with some pitching. Let me, you know what, let me pull up. I got it on DraftKings, but I want to go to Yahoo because that's where we are tonight. We need Yahoo pricing. So Yahoo pitchers, I'm going to start off at the top, the, the highest projected guys. But we're going to work our way through these. We've got about, what do we got, 50 minutes? Like 50 minutes, I think, to get through this. That's plenty of time. We're going to need time to kill, in fact. So. Let's go through a bunch of names here, but let's take me to those first two. Those first two are like the big guys on the night. It's Scherzer with an incredible matchup against Miami. It's Garrett Cole with a solid enough matchup against Pittsburgh. But those, these are your two studs right here. So give me the breakdown on these two guys, your uh, likelihood of using uh, either one of them, or maybe could we possibly squeeze in both of them? Um, you, it's possible, I think. Um, but uh, it's probably going to be one or the other. It's we've got, you know, we've got a loaded top tier. It's Max and it's Cole that really separate themselves from the top. Um, Cole has a higher strikeout rate um, and and Scherzer has the, the better matchup right against the Marlins. Um, just because of all those right handed bats that the Marlins throw out there. And I know, yes, they have gotten to Max in the past. And it, obviously that can happen to any pitcher at any time on any night, but uh, Scherzer is the top guy. So I'll start there. 
and see if I can start making some builds that I think are I'm comfortable with. But uh, if I can't do it, if there's too many bats I'm prioritizing, then I have no problem playing Cole, especially against his former team. Um, you know, if these guys are on, they're going to strike out anybody. It doesn't matter per se, these strikeout rates of, you know, Pittsburgh against right-handed pitching, uh, the Marlins against right-handed pitching. If these guys are on, they're capable of striking out every single one of these major league batters. I totally forgot this was Garrett Cole's revenge game. Boy, oh boy, I'm glad you alerted me to that because I think that's big time. I think that's huge, man. But uh should be interesting. Those are our two studs. So I'm with you. I try to use them as much as I can. But, man, it's just so – this is like you said earlier, this thing is going to drag us in a bunch of different directions. Most nights I don't want to use – big time pitching like this, the, the super high dollar. I want to find the bats out there, even if that means high price bats tonight, boy, it feels like if you fade one of these guys, you could be an automatic lo- loser in your tournaments right off the bat here, because uh, these guys are complete studs in a matchup against Miami, especially looks like something Scherzer could, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to jinx him already, but this is no hitter type of stuff right here. This is, you know, I don't want to be that guy who, Chalks up the no hitter already, but this could be a no hitter for Scherzer for sure. But uh, next in line, well, oh. it, it, it's a massive park upgrade for him, right? Yeah. Into Miami, it's a completely anemic lineup full of right-handed bats. Um, I see Neil Walker is going to be a lefty, Curtis Granderson and J.T. Riddle, um, and uh, some catcher who I know nothing about, Wilkin Castillo, who I think is very expensive on Yahoo. Actually, I, you know, you know what I what's what's really funny here is this Yahoo pricing on the Miami Marlins bats. I mean, are you, are you interested in these bats? <laughs> I mean, there are some guys who would say you can leverage all that Scherzer ownership by grabbing you some Miami bats. Some they, Garrett Cooper for seventeen bucks. They say, they say that uh, leveraging those Miami stacks tonight is the way to go in baseball because it it gives you the the biggest uh, chance at blowing away the field, but I'm, I, I don't think I'm going there. I do want to point out, Kurt, do you see in chat, Gonzo7223 is in chat. Gonzo7223. I wonder if he was here for his shout-out earlier. Was it? Yes, Gonzo7. That's the guy shouted out earlier. Gonzo's here. Gonzo, did you get what your up, Gonzo? What's up, man? Did you get your shout-out? Because that's what we're here for. You might be the first guy to ever be actually tuned into a show. <laughs> so I'm super stoked. Yeah, can we send him a T-shirt? Can we make that happen? Like, producer, Devin, uh, Devin. Devin, the producer at Rotogrinds, and uh, get yeah, on it, Devin. Let's get Gonzo seven. He needs a shirt two, two, three, for showing up to his shout-out day. A shirt for showing up to his shout-out day. That's what. That's good stuff, right? There. The next guy in line, I don't know. Do you have any interest in Shane Bieber? He's like almost as much as these uh, two studs, and he probably lacks a little bit of projection, but he does have upside. So, well, what's up with, with Shane Bieber here tonight? Yeah, it's a it's it's a nice matchup against the the Royals. I believe in Shane Bieber as a pitcher. I think he's he's definitely uh, legit and uh, wouldn't be. I think he's he's not a bad GPP play, right? Like you're trying to chip one of these larger field tournaments then he could absolutely outscore Cole or Scherzer on a different you know if they're off tonight for whatever reason so I think he's in play there but like how I mean if we're you're playing mainly cash or smaller field stuff how can you justify going Bieber over Cole or Scherzer I'm not sure but uh if you want a little known fact talk to me about the Bieber about the Biebs Biebs. yes he is not related blood related to Justin Bieber, although he did change his name 
to Bieber because he was such a big fan. He changed his name to Bieber a while back. So Shane Bieber, not related to Justin, but a huge fan, changed his name, big time stuff. He appreciates that guy's music. So we're good there. All right. Now we get into this range where we're pretty significantly cheaper than a guy like Scherzer. You got some some pretty decent projections coming through this next range of guys. You know, the David this this $40 and up range, David Price's Ray Bungard. It's a solid range. Uh, I don't know if I have any how, – how much interest I have in him. Do you have any interest in and, – and David Price specifically, do you think David Price is going to get caught tonight looking ahead or, or trying to scoreboard watch on his Vanderbilt team in the College World Series and then, you know, maybe he's not focused enough on, on the mound himself? I never even thought about that. It's a great point, Chop. Thank you for bringing that to the attention. That's why um, I'm here, dog. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, uh, you know, Price is interesting, right? They're a massive home favorite. He's been – fairly I mean he's been incredibly consistent until that last start um you know there's definitely K's in this White Sox lineup he's definitely you know been been striking out batters he looked so bad I I do think he probably comes out and and fires off a good start and has his focus and attention going here but it is that dew point today it's going to be a little bit rainy um it's kind of really muggy here in Boston the dew point is going to be through the roof um, the rain should should subside by the time game point game time, but I just I just don't like that with my pitchers. Um, so I'm a little worried about him, and I just don't see the need. I mean, we got a stacked mid range here. I think he's in play for GPPs for sure, but he's not someone I'm going to have much of tonight. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you what scares me off of him more than anything else. Uh, I'm, I'll, we have to refresh these ownership numbers later because it, it constantly updates throughout the afternoon. But the initial run that they did on the ownership numbers has this guy as the second highest owned pitcher tonight, David Price. So that right there is enough for me to wave the white flag and not even get involved in it. So I will pass on that, but we can go down the line here. There's a lot of, there seems to be a lot of uh, like small interest out there, you know, just here and there for Madison Bumgarner. What do, what do you think about, like, I'm not, I'm just not on that guy anymore. But what do you what do you think about Bumgarner? Um, I'm tempted, um, especially here on Yahoo, just because his price is a little bit lower than these other mid range guys. So let's break that down. Right? So it's clear Max Cole are clearly up top. The next tier of guys is Price, Flaherty, um, a guy we didn't mention at all yet, uh, Blake Snell, who is coming off of a couple of incredibly bad starts. You can say um, that again. In what is a tough matchup, but this is still the Last year's Cy Young Award winner with uh, North 30% K rate, you know, that I have a feeling he's going to work things out and, and this, this is going to be a good start for him. So I'm tempted there. I like Flaherty against uh, all those righties of uh, Oakland. But, you know, we did see, obviously, everyone's going to be talking about it. Everyone watched what Pomerantz did last night because he was chalk, right? And uh, against this uh, Rockies lineup, who's outside of cores whenever they're outside of cores especially in san francisco in this ballpark and there's plenty of k's there and uh trevor stories out of the lineup and potentially ian desmond maybe out he's questionable for tonight as well so this could be a another really good spot uh bumgarner really let every you know he had a terrible last start against the dodgers um i'm you know he's 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 gotta be He's got to come out and throw a good start with, you know, all the trade talk, speculate around him and whatnot. I'm, I'm sure this is a good matchup for him. 
right. One, so one I'm other... tempted. I'm tempted at 37. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of temptations out there now. I'll say that. All right. Got one more name for you in this. I'm going to put him in this category in this second tier right here. Don't know if you think he belongs or not. Cause well, I'll tell you what, he really gave us the high hard one last time out was that's Andrew, Andrew Haney. What, I mean, whew, buddy, but uh, what do you think about Haney tonight? It's a pretty decent matchup, but you know, he's going to strike some guys out, but do you trust him anymore? I can't. Um, he's it's man. I, so I, I've been playing this guy religiously after his hot start. I mean, he's got the look too, right? Doesn't he? He's got the tight fade, the mustache. <laughs> he just looks like a pitcher. Doesn't he? He's got the arsenal. Honestly, Curry, I haven't seen a baseball game this year, so I, I, I'm going to trust you on that one. Well, he does. He looks like a pitcher, right? He, he's And, man, he's been his command has just been all over the place, just has not been able to find the zone. He's got the stuff to put up a, uh, a good start. It's the Reds. I mean, I don't really want to pick on the, the Reds here, so I, I'm just going to pass on this one. Uh, I'd, I'd rather have Bumgarner. Rather have Bumgarner. All right, let's get to some other guys that are a little bit less appealing, or maybe you save a little salary on them. Uh, our next wave of guys, let's let's go with the Kyle Gibson type of range. Uh, Ross Stripling, these guys, do you have any interest in in this next range of guys? All right, I don't think we can use uh, Stripling at all because he's not stretched out. So I, I think there's, he's not going to go very long in this game. Um so that would put him out of play for me, at least. Um, guys that, I mean, I guess uh, Tyler Malley would be a little bit interesting. Um, it's not a strikeout matchup, though, with the Angels. So um, just it's just that price and my belief that he's a good pitcher. You know, so 31 bucks is worth taking a chance if it gets you, like, a, a Yankee stack or whatever, whatever stack you want to play tonight that you think has immense upside. So I don't mind that at all. Um, Trevor Richards opposite Max probably doesn't have the best win equity in this game, but has been pitching pretty well. He's got strikeout stuff, um, just in that home ballpark. I could, he's so cheap. He's $31, you know, look at his last start in St. Louis. He put up close to 25, got eight K's. He's had eight K's against the Padres you know, he's, he's had his struggles and in, in some games, it's all about his, uh, his command, but when his uh, pitch arsenal is finding the, the zone, let me check the umpire. If we know who's, uh, it's an extreme pitchers umpire. So I do like him. I think Trevor Richards is a good play for 31 bucks. Um, and then on the low, on the low end, it would be the Cubs prospect who's got some strikeout stuff from the minor leagues, but it's you're pitching them in a tough matchup in a tough uh, in a win game in Wrigley, but he could, it's $25, right? So you're not, you're, you're just trying to make it work. You know, How'd the win game treat you last night? I crap. I mean, no, it wasn't good enough for me. I agree. I concur. The win really had when those, they would bust every freaking time the win. There was like some season. <laughs> Correct. And, uh, you know, the guys who are, are banging out the home runs are not even the guys remotely on my stack. I mean, they're not Jason even. Jason Hayward? Yeah, Jason Hayward's hitting home runs. But the other guys are going over for four. I'm cool with that. What about this? Uh, what about Chi-Chi Gonzalez? Any interest? Is such a cool name. I don't know how much of a prospect he is, but what, what's your interest level in Chi-Chi? Love the name. Would definitely fire him up if this was a PGA slate, but uh, I, I just don't know enough about him. I mean, 
so if you knew if you had a, if you could sell me on them and i'll play them I'm, I'm not selling you on him i don't even i don't know i could I mean, even... he's, he's 27 years old he's not like a young prospect so it doesn't it doesn't seem like he's going to be around this just seems like a, a a spot start needed and it doesn't seem like he's going to hang around with the club for very long so i mean sure could he throw out some good in, innings in that park against the the giants i probably could you know so i probably couldn't but I mean, all right, so now we're going down to the really, like the 26 27 $25 guys. I mean, let's say you want to stack the, the top four Yankees and the top four here and there, these expensive offenses. So you've got to have a, a $25 guy or maybe a couple of guys. Is there anybody, anybody you feel decent about? Yeah, I've got one more. So Nestor Cortez. Okay. He's uh, the Yankees. He's going to be the – he should be the long man in this game. should be the long man. Yep. Does the Chad Green news scare you off enough? No. Um, I mean, with him getting the start. Or would you were you always projected Chad Chad Green to get a start and Cortez to follow up, or did you yeah. think Cortez yes. might start? That's exactly what I was expecting. Okay. So it does. So I think he's going to go overlooked tonight, especially on a site like DK. He's the stone minimum at four K, um, and I have he hasn't been getting a lot of buzz. At least I haven't noticed it yet um so far but you know he's got strikeout stuff it's a matchup against toronto who will strike out against anybody uh we saw that cc sabathia who just mowed down eight of these guys last night uh, or whatever maybe it was nine i don't remember but uh i'll pitch a lot of guys especially with remotely any strikeout stuff against the blue jays fair enough so a quick summation your summation of uh the pitching tonight what, what are we looking for Max and Cole, make your pick how your lineups play out. Pair it with uh, Bumgarner, Flaherty, Snell range would be kind of the, the go-to formula because uh, there are some good value bats that you can you can make a pretty nice lineup with that we'll get to in a minute. I think Snell is incredibly interesting. Um, I really want to play him. Um, I may end up playing him. And the cheap guy that I think is an awesome play tonight that won't get much ownership tonight is uh, Trevor Richards. And uh, if you want to take some gambles, go down to Alzale or uh, Nestor Cortez. Fair enough. Out of uh, out of these 30 pitchers on this slate here, 25 of these guys could walk into my office right now and I would not be able to tell you who they were in person. I just – that's how little I watch this game right now. But, hey, it's all about the stats, right, man? So, therefore, I'm sticking to the guys I do know, the guys I do recognize – and I'm going up top, man. I'm going with some of these, these heavy hitter. We're going to build a lineup here later, guys. Uh, I haven't forgot about that. We're going to build it later. We're going to save that for the end. Keep that in mind, though. I'm going, I'm going expensive pitching up there. So, now, what we need to do is figure out some bats and how we can squeeze guys in here and uh, all that other good stuff. So, first thing I want to do before we get into position by position, it's, uh, oh, it's roughly 317 Central Time. So, we got plenty of time here, a little bit over 30 minutes to figure this stuff out. I want to talk about some teams, not, not necessarily individual bats, but teams that we're eyeballing. They call The kids call this stacking when you put, like, three or more hitters from the same team in a lineup. It, it's called stacking. So let's look at some of this. I like to go to the RG runs uh, or Vegas total page, and I, I project it by sorted by runs. You can usually – figure that guy teams at the top of the projected runs are going to be more heavily owned stacking than other teams so we're looking at I mean there's some this is a massive massive Yankees I was shocked the Yankees were this high of a 
a run. So I don't know when the last time I saw one this high. Even Coors Field doesn't get nearly eight runs a game for one team. But this is massive. I would expect they're going to be pretty chalky. What's your thoughts on that, that big that big chalk right there? I mean, I love it. <laughs> You're just going to eat the chalk? I mean, I don't like the pricing. Um, but, like, just from an overall matchup standpoint, it's hard not to, to love this spot for the Yankees. I mean, Clayton Richard is terrible. He's not good against right-handed batters, especially power batters. And what is a Yankees lineup full of? Right-handed power bats, right? And for correct, correct. And the Blue Jays bullpen is pretty bad, um, and pretty taxed. Been used up a lot, you know. And they're just they're going to get shelled. I mean, they're just a pathetic team. Whew. So everything that uh, everything we've been told in baseball is you. You need to avoid some chalk, and you're telling me I just need to eat it tonight. I just need it's, to eat some chalk. It's, it's, it's the dew point is, is, is you know, that's going to be a theme. Here. Go. The dew it's point. It's going to be a theme today, dew point. Um, I mean, it's hot and muggy and humid. The ball's going to be flying in Yankee Stadium. It's a great park. It's a terrible pitcher. It's a terrible bullpen. And there's a team who's just firing on all cylinders, getting ready that has a cheat code lineup, right? Would you, would you say the Yankees are the favorite to win the – win the American League right now. I'd be shocked if they don't. Really? You're going to take them over your Red Sox. I mean, they're pitching. They need they need they need to they need to figure out that starting pitching. Um they need Severino back and firing on all cylinders, but uh cuz they need like an ace. But uh those that's the scariest lineup going right now. Don't you think? I mean, it's just crazy. I'm going, I'm going to still favor the Houston Astros over the Yankees. I was, I got to do it. But we'll see how that plays out. And a good one. Next team on the board, though, is your Red Sox. They, I mean, in any other slate where they, there wasn't like a 7 and 7.7 team total up, above them, a 6.5 for Boston is pretty big time. Uh, so Boston's way up there. Uh, the next couple teams below them are, are – like, there's four teams below that that are above a 6. So talk to me about that next range of uh, bats right there, Boston, San Diego, Milwaukee, all those guys. Talk to me, man. Talk to me. So I felt stupid for not stacking the Seattle Mariners against the Orioles bullpen game when even though Seattle's lineup is just horrendous, right? And, you know, they got rid of any, you know, they really have one power bat in Domingo Santana. Um, I mean, I, I Vogelbach too, but. Um, Nelson Cruz doesn't play for them anymore? Nope, nope. Uh, we'll get to his his uh, team. And uh, Fair enough. So. What the the yeah the uh, the Padres strike out a lot, but they have a lot of power, and some guys who can uh, definitely hit some home runs here in a good park upgrade with great hitting weather against a bullpen game for the Orioles seems like a pretty darn good spot. And Manny Machado is finally you know heating up. Hunter Renfro has just been an absolute monster this season. Um, Statcast darling, Franmil Rays. Um, Absolutely, he's twelve bucks on Yahoo tonight, and uh, is as you know probably as strong as strong a bet as anyone to homer tonight. Fair. Atlanta and Chicago both come in right around that six mark. Another win game. I don't actually didn't check the weather, but I assume at at a twelve total, it's a win game. You buying into the win tonight? Ten miles per hour uh, going <laughs> out towards center is what I see. Um, I'd have to consult with. Uh, um, meteorologist Kevin Roth 
um, see what he says. I gotta gotta run the latest weather edge up to the minute data. Um, but yeah, I mean, you see what the ball does. It flies out of there, you know. So you got. I mean, Freed is a guy who doesn't isn't a high strikeout pitcher. Um, they're gonna be putting the ball in play. You know, Bryant. You know, all these guys are are good bets to homer tonight. All right, Weather Edge, real quick. Let me go to it because you mentioned it. Uh, it's a tool we have here. I'm going to go to Weather Edge and see, see what it says about the Chicago game. All right, this is going to tell us what we need to know about it. This is going to tell us if we should go all in or if we should go all fade. All right, that game's fine. New York Mets, Philly is neutral more or less. San Diego, Baltimore looks good for hitting. Uh, that's pretty neutral. I like to see big numbers. Big numbers move the needle. The smaller numbers I can care less about. Cleveland KC is eh, not bad. Chicago, here we go. Oh, that wind blowing out to 14 miles or around 14. Looks like it's almost blowing out to center. Just, we got a big, a big time uh, wind game here. But then again, it said it last night, and you had to be. Yeah, I still have to pick the home runs. There's going to be home runs that you just got to pick them. So that actually looks pretty good. It's given us a big, big upgrade in home runs and total runs. The home runs is what we're really looking for. Like you said, just build a lineup and just all you got to do is choose a bunch of guys who hit home runs. You don't even got to worry about stacking. Just Choose a bunch of home runs and you're going to win it. So we're, I like that. I like that, man. Maybe tonight, the ownership, 15 games. Everybody's uh, maybe a tad bit disappointed from last night. Maybe we get such low ownership on this win game here that this is where we need to go instead of some of those 7.17 uh, totals. What, what do you think about that? What do you think about being contrarian like that? I don't think it's too contrarian. Oh, um, well, that's my well, problem with baseball, I guess. I don't know what the hell contrarian is anymore. Contrarian would be, let's see, let's see. A good oh, contrarian. Miami against Scherzer. Well, that's like, that's too, too contrarian. It's too much? Um, it would be like the Dodgers maybe against Robbie Ray, the Reds against Haney. What about the Rangers against Jordan Zimmerman? Is that contrarian enough for you? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's not really contrarian, but it's probably going to get overlooked. So, I, yeah, I can get on board with that. Fair Joey, enough. Joey Gallo is back. Is he? Oh, all right. That's 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 some power right there. We got. I got. So that's what Jay Steele was asking. Is anybody like Texas as a contrarian stack? I mean, I think they do like Kurt. I think they do get lost in the mix here, lost in the shuffle of all these games with all these big totals. So uh, another question for you. We just did. We just did the pitching. So uh, I need to. I need your thoughts here from Flores. Flores Mark nineteen eighty three wants to know what are your thoughts on pairing Jesse Chavez and Nestor Cortez on DK GPP so you can load up on the bats? Um, I've heard a couple people mention Chavez. I know Cheese talked about him. I would Nestor Cortez, I'm all about. I would take someone with a little bit more upside than Chavez, in my opinion. Okay. All right. Got I want to get you another question here pertaining to starting pitching from, uh, from the YouTube chat. It says, which of these starting pitchers are worth rostering? if any of these guys are worth rostering tonight on this big slate, Zimmerman, Chi-Chi, Max Freed, or Tyler Molly? Yeah, it's Molly. Um, he would be the guy um, that I would do, but my favorite would be Trevor Richards. Okay, there you same, go, guys. Same price, and you could pair them both if you really wanted to. Uh, get there them. you go, man. So uh, we've shot through some of these higher stacks. Is there anybody out there that we can point to that – I, we, we said Texas. You mentioned a couple other teams. Anybody else getting lost in the mix here that we yeah, can? Yeah, 
the Indians are going to get lost in the mix. Let me see where the, oh, against Glenn Sparkman. Oh, man, yeah. That's yeah, a good but, but this is a team, you know, that... They're hot, ain't they? That's, you know, that's, that's a whole other thing, right? That's a whole other segment right there. The team as a whole is starting to heat up, right? Starting to. Like, they're, they're, they're starting to. They've also got... They called up Bobby Bradley, who's a real talent um, prospect, who's uh, maybe a lot of people don't know much about him, but he's someone you could definitely pay, play at first for $9 tonight. Um, it's a, it's a good hitters park. Um, it's good hitting weather. It's Glenn Sparkman, who's not a good pitcher. Um, they also have plenty of steel upside up and down this lineup. Um, they just, you know, Kipnis hit his, uh, his walk-off bomb to crush, uh, big T soul last night. But, uh, you know, so the team is feeling pretty good and uh starting to starting to come out you know ramirez is starting to show some life kipnis is showing life mercado is in the rookie of the year talk he's not not going to win but he's in the conversation at least um lindor is always someone you know and then they got this new kid bobby bradley so uh indians are totally going to get overlooked and some someone i like tonight for a stack who you're making me want to put in 150 lineups but i just don't know i just don't know man there is a lot but it, it does bring up a whole nother whole nother point there you get to looking at major league baseball there's literally like 50 different branches in the street that could you know you go you're still you're walking this way then you can go this way because like what are you looking up like cleveland is starting to get hot i've seen it in the past i've looked at baseball enough dfs wise when teams get hot and they kind of start to feed off of each other and a lineup can get hot and then all of a sudden they start rolling and and they look like world beaters for like a you know two or three weeks a month, and, and then you don't hear from them very much for the rest of the year. It's just the way it, it's just the way it is sometimes. So that's a whole other thing you could take advantage of is the team lineup, the team concept getting a little bit heated up at the same time. Cleveland looks like they're doing that, so uh, yeah, it's definitely one. So anybody else we should be talking about as a team before we start breaking down some individuals now? Yeah, there's so many spots, man. Nah, I know. All right, I'm going to cut you off there because there's yeah. too many spots. We need well, to I'm going to throw one last one out there, the Brewers. Marco the Brewers. Gonzalez has been extremely disappointing this season. Um, he is a low strikeout guy, and this Brewers lineup is cheap tonight. I mean, Ryan Braun is a, is a lefty masher certified, right? Like, that's real, right? You believe in that, Chop? I believe some guys are more successful against certain-handed pitching than against the other. Does this how how big of a sample do you need? Unlike some guys who tell me there's they need like six years for the stuff to even out, I'm gonna tell you I probably just need about 20 at bats. All right. Well then there you go. So he certainly has more than that. But uh <laughs> Ryan Braun is just the easiest play ever for 10 bucks batting third against Marco Gonzalez and uh, a very, very bad bullpen that the Mariners have this year. All right. What in the world? Let's get to the bat projections here on Yahoo. We're going to line up some individual, some individual hitters. Now we'll go position by, but it's three 30 here on the central time zone. Yeah. I know you're out there on East. So what is it? Four 30 to you? Kurt? Yep. Four yep. 30. We're at 3.30 here Central Time. we got about 20 minutes. We're going to shoot through position by position real quick. Then I'm going to build a lineup for you. For I just, got, I just entered one lineup here on Yahoo, $15 tournament. Ah, I'm tempted to go and max enter because there's just so much, so much out there tonight. But let's start off on Yahoo at the catcher position. 
give me some of your favorite plays and maybe even we'll get into some cheap plays after that. Um, so, I mean, if I have the money, Gary Sanchez, the dude does, has been. Does he profile well against Richard? Yes. And he has been smashing um, this season. Every All the, the metrics for hitting um, the, the batted ball data are just jump off the page with him. I think he leads the league in barrels per plate attempt. And uh, he's not going to be owned very heavily tonight because it's a pitching slate. So if you can get, if you can, you know, wrap your, your head or get comfortable with guys like Trevor Richards um, or even cheaper like Nestor Cortez or any of the guys that we mentioned, then uh, he's certainly a, a, a play that will, you know, if he doubles on tonight, that's a huge differentiator, right? Um, we also have um, pretty stacked mid-tier um, in guys like JT Real Muto. Um, and let me see what I wrote. Down. Yeah, he's 15 bucks. Wilson Contreras is 15 bucks with the platoon um in the win game and uh then uh omar narvaez uh 14 bucks you can you know so basically you're looking for home runs and then the the cheap guy the cheaper guy that i'm i'm looking to right now is you know because my boy austin hedges who's a true american hero um for what he did on uh sunday for me um i would have happily played tonight at the minimum but he didn't make the lineup but uh Adalberto Mejia, I think, did, and uh, he's nine bucks. So, like I said, for the Padres, they're playing. They get a huge park upgrade, great hitting weather, extreme hitters umpire in a bullpen game against the Orioles. They're putting up ten runs in this game. Putting up ten runs—that sounds good. I, I, I would, appreciate I that. Would, I would hammer the team total over on man, I wish I could bet. I wish I was in a place where I could bet, man. That sounds great. I would love to bet. I would love to make that bet, but unfortunately, you know how it goes. Anyways, let's see here. I got a quick question for you before, uh, before we move on to the next position, let's just say we could throw oh, out Francisco Mejia. Why did I say Adalberto? That's it's a we, we know who you're talking about. We know, we know exactly what's let's say we could throw out contracts. The, the amount of money they make does not matter. Uh, the age does not matter. Who would you rather have, Gary Sanchez or Buster Posey? <laughs> that's not, that's not where, that's Buster not Posey is so washed, man. You watch this guy hit. Is anybody out there watch this guy hit? They, I play him from time to time just hoping for a couple singles. You know what I mean? Oh, um, man, that's the worst. He is just a shell of him, his uh, former self. You know, he's had knee problems. It's tough being a catcher. It's been a grind on him. So I get it. And Gary is just a true goat, right? Uh, so it would be Gary, no, easy. Although he's just a horrible defensive catcher, but. Uh, defense is so overrated. If you, if you really want to win the World Series, uh, they don't need no defense. All right, so first base. Uh, there's not really, like, there's some fairly priced guys. It's, it's not like off the charts pricing right here. We got some studs out there. It's first base. Give me a few guys uh, that you're looking at for raw projections and then maybe one that, is creeping in with a super low salary that we can take advantage of. It just seems like the night we're going to have to stick uh, Jesus Aguilar in our lineup and hope he hits a homer. Really? Uh, That's where we're going? I mean, I like the price. Uh, it is a lefty. It is that matchup against a lefty. You're right. He's matching. He's, he's in the lineup, you know, though it's a little scary that he might end up getting pinch hit for at some point in the game, but uh, you hope he gets his, they don't, and he gets his, his bats. There's a bad bullpen behind him. Um, and uh, he's 
you know, he's min priced and you got a, got a chance in a homer. That's all we're really looking for here. That's um, it. If somebody was going with two cheap pitchers and uh, they're just looking for raw points, who's your guy? Raw points. Um, they're, they're I mean, I'd good. look to the Yankee guys. Boyd. Um, I'd look to Edwin or Voight. Um, both of those guys are strong plays. It's just their pricing. It's just really hard. Well, you can only have one Yankee. That's a good question right there. You can only have one on most sites that don't allow utility or like on Yahoo, we can only play one of them. So which one is your guy, Voight or Edwin? I'll take, uh, it seems like Voight's out of favor with the DFS community and everyone's, you know, hopping aboard with Edwin. So I would probably gravitate towards the um, Voight. Yeah, they are uh, $1 apart, so that's interesting. All right, that looks like that you're, you're saving money at first base. Yeah, at some point, you got to get some players in there who are super, super cheap. We're just not going to be able to get all this good stuff in there. So let's, let's go to second base now. Uh, we got about 15 minutes till we're out of here. We're going to build a lineup in a minute. Second base. And then we still got to talk about DJ Diesel. Okay. We'll do that at the end of the show. We'll do that at the end of the show. All right. right. We got to get moving then. We got to get moving then. That's all there is. Second base is highlighted by the Yankee guy, Glaber Torres, getting the biggest projection out of anybody. But outside of him, what what are we looking for? Are we saving money at this position, or is this a pretty good one to go? I'm mostly paying up for pitching. So there's just a couple of values that I'm just going to pray that they end up working out. Uh, Rob, speaking of washed hitters, Robinson. There you go. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Robinson Cano is uh, seven bucks min price against Arietta. I'll be a sucker. I'll be a fish and stick him in my lineup, and uh, take my O for five and move on. Um, but uh, hopefully he 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 comes out of it tonight and get you know gets a couple of knocks or maybe hits a homer. So seven bucks, I just can't pad. It's just what you can do for your overall lineup. I can create such a higher floor with my lineup with using like the Aguilar Cano and um, you know, paying for some of these pitchers and then uh, picking my spots on where to pay up for. And second base, it's a differentiator for GPPs. Like you can definitely go up to Kipnis for just, you know, a little bit more to 13. You could play a guy like Nicky Lopez um, for seven bucks, um, even though Bieber is a, is a good pitcher, but you know, you're looking for, for cheap guys, but on the higher end, maybe Altuve, um, Lau, Brandon Lau, or uh, Kiki is going to be uh, ten bucks. And I, I don't even know this, but I bet he has BVP. Is that I don't, I don't look, but uh, uh, I, it seems uh, like he always has. I, 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 it's either Bum, I mean, he definitely has it against Bumgarner, but I bet you he has it against Ray too. I'll look that up. He's been a lefty master, so I wouldn't doubt it. I actually did not look today, so uh, that's a good one. I, I need to go look at any. Any interest in Addison Russell, only nine bucks. You can get a little piece of the win game for nine dollars. No. No. Um, I mean I I'd take Cano over him in a heartbeat for All right. for two dollars less. Fair enough. Let's go third base real quick. Uh ah, I see a couple mispriced guys right offhand. And uh they're in the mid-range there. So what's your thoughts on third base here? I mean, uh you've you've told me that you think Machado is the nuts. He's twenty-one dollars. Are we spending up at third base? I like Machado, but Chris Bryant is just too good to pass yeah. up for 17 bucks in that win game. Um, Against the lefty. He's another certified lefty masher. Top 25 hitter in baseball. Wait a minute. There's Bobby says, I need to watch myself. That yeah. The possibility is not in the top 50. Uh-oh. Is this true? Uh, I thought it was confirmed that he was a top 25. So. Okay. Well, I mean, we can agree to disagree. All right. But uh, anyway, he's a phenomenal play at 17 bucks. He's probably going to be extremely popular. Let me see what uh, Jamino has for a little ownership projection here. He's 
yeah, he's the highest owned, but since it's a big slate, he only has him. Um, he'll probably adjust it a little bit because um, he's always tinkering, as they say, but uh, or as Dean says. Um, 16% tied with Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez, I'm fine with two for uh, $4, $4 less. I like I said, Cleveland's going to get overlooked and uh, got to really like that spot for them. Uh, and then the, the guy that's just jumping off the page is a value for me that I definitely talk. Uh, another lefty masher would be Eugenio Suarez. Yeah. yeah, he mashes the lefties for sure. And Machado, if you want to like differentiate, um, then, uh, you know, I like that play. I, I mean, I, I, I love Machado tonight. Yeah, the difference oh, is between... Oh, wait a minute. He's back in uh, Baltimore too. Oh. All these fish can play this win game. Yes, we're, we want some revenge here. We're good. This yes, is our revenge. When we can get revenge on everything. All right. So revenge uh, over wind every day, right? Every day wind is I've never I've never hit a win game, I don't think. But the difference between tonight and last night, per se, is uh, with the extra games, your highest on third baseman is 15, 16%. You can live with that even in tournaments. Last night, your highest owned guys with 35 and 40%. Yeah, it's not going to be 50%. Yeah, it's, it's, that's just the difference in the slate. So I don't, I don't even know think what, it when we get matters to, as much, right? Correct. But when we get to shortstop, there's going to be a guy who's going to be massively owned. Okay, we're, we're at shortstop. You tell me. Um, it's going to be Javi Baez because they, they're they wrong. Bucks. They're wrong with their pricing. So they priced him at 14 bucks. And he's going to be extremely popular, and I'm just going to put him in my lineup and move on. But for large field GPPs, definitely uh, worth uh, trying to find some some uh, some plays with a uh, similar upside. As of right now, Jamino has about 17% on Baez. Uh, he's going to tinker with it. It'll probably go up. You never know. It's an ongoing process. But uh, I don't even think if it's – as long as it stays at a pretty decent – under 20 is fine. That'd be perfectly fine at this price tag. He is the premier play, I think, on the board at this position, right? Yeah, definitely. All right. We got about 10 minutes left here, guys, so we're going to exit and queue up Dean. Or so uh, one of those plays, like, a, so Paul Dion um, would make for, like, a GPP alternative um, if uh, Baez, you know, doesn't have a good game and, you know, he's cheap in the same price range at shortstop and then uh, or just paying up, like, to, like, a Lindor. Or uh, if you really wanted to, like uh, Tatis, but that's he's, he's overpriced. Fair enough. Let's get to some outfielders. This is always this is always a big position here. It's really tough to nail these guys down. And now we got a uh, like uh, who knows how many outfielders to choose from tonight. Just massive, massive. So is there any way you can weed through this and and give us some guys? Yeah. So uh, Ryan Braun is ten bucks. That's like just super easy play. Um, against the lefty at home and uh, with a really bad bullpen behind them. And, uh, you know, he brings home run upside and stolen base upside to the table. And so it's just hard to get away from him for 10 bucks. Um, another cheap guy that's hard to get away from is Fran Mill Rays uh, for 12 bucks. Like I said, I just love the, the Padres tonight. I just, I cannot see how they bust, but, you know, Crazier things have happened for sure, but they just look so good to me that um, any of these guys, even like Josh Naylor has a homer upside, especially in that park for the lefty for eight bucks. So um, another guy who's cheap, you know, who these are filler guys I'm starting with would be like Jose Martinez. He's seven bucks. I think he's hitting like fifth. Um, let me check. 
Uh, yep, he's hitting fifth. Uh, Bassett, certainly a decent pitcher, but uh, seven bucks, right? Like a guy who's capable of hitting the ball out of the park for seven bucks is in play. Like it's just that easy. Um, then on the high end, um, I mean, actually, you know who I feel like is going to have a good game tonight? Talk to me. Another Padre. Let me just check the lineup here. Who's been terrible this season? And good, he didn't make the lineup, so uh, I don't have to worry about him. I was going to say, like, Will Myers will beat up on, like, really bad pitchers. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's good. I don't have to make that decision. Um, so on the high end, it's the Yankees, for sure. Like, Stanton uh, against a, a soft-throwing lefty is just – Just a notorious lefty masher. Yeah. God, it's just so sick that some of these matchups tonight – Yep. Uh, Aaron Judge, obviously, too, as well. It's probably a good game for him to uh, start start hitting. So uh, um, Hicks made the lineup for 15 bucks. That's, you know, that's just too cheap, especially with the bullpen. You know, I would, I would prefer him uh, against a righty, but, uh, you know, you don't know what you're going to see with with the bullpen, you know, and it's a bad bullpen, the, the Blue Jays. So uh, he's certainly in play. There's just there's a lot. And then there's the win game. Too much. It's too much. It's too much to even talk about. I mean, and just when you think you got all these big time mashers and you've got them narrowed down to about 20 of your best guys, it's a guy like Conforto who sneaks in there and becomes the double dong guy of the night or something like that. I like Conforto. Absolutely. I know. That's why I said there's so many good options out there. So, whew, man, that's just, that's a lot. All right. We got about seven minutes or so. We're going to build a lineup for you real quick. And then we're going to talk about DJ Diesel. All right. So, <laughs> Let's talk about pitching now. My, my thought was let's get a couple of high price pitching, but I'm looking at all this hitting. Boy, I really want to spend up on hitting too, man. So I don't know if we're going to be able to. I, don't, I definitely don't think I'm going to do both Cole and Scherzer. That was, that was my thought process just to be different, but I don't know if, if that's enough. So let's talk about some pitching. Uh, let's, I want to, the first guy, I like a little, I like a little cheap action. So who's a, who is my cheapy, cheapy for the Yankees here tonight? Where are we at? You, so we're starting with let's. I, I got a way to build a lineup. Let's. Oh, okay. You talk to me, man. Let's plug in our value bats. Oh, okay. Well, who's our biggest value? Jesus. Now let's plug in Javier Baez, even though it's chalk. Robinson Cano. And uh, well, well, we don't have to play Aguilar. Well, we might. I got him. Let's, on. Play, I got let's him. put. Let's put Ryan Braun. And. Uh, I'd say Fran Mill Rays. All right, this is a – we'll start off with this. And then let's then let's stick Max in. Okay. Let me go. You're, 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 you're ahead of me. Let, me. let me catch up here. All right, Fran Mill is in there. Bryant. Whew. Bryant also? Oh, man. We're just going to build the whole lineup here real quick. <laughs> I mean, we got to give Diesel the amount of the the property. Yeah, you're right. All right, let's. Uh, so Max is your uh, Max is your guy over Cole tonight, boy. Even though we've got the narrative working at going to face Pittsburgh again. Did I lose you? No, I'm here. You here? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I, all right, so I'm going to give Max the nod. But man, if I need if I need seven bucks, I have no problems going Garrett Cole later on because I just I, he's capable of crushing. Man, I tell you let's, that. Let's let's see if we let's put Blake Snell in there. You want to go Snell? Oh, that's interesting. You threw me a curveball on that one. 
All right. It leaves us 13 bucks per player for two spots left, and we can uh, figure out what we want to do from here. I don't – okay, what's uh, – I, I, I don't know, man. I might over, – I'm going to override him. I okay. need to override him here. Sure. You got I don't want know. Snell. I want to leave more money for hitting. All right. I love Snell. I get it. I get that point. But I got to – I got to give me a cheapie, man, in pitching because we're going to – we're going to throw some – some hitters in here in a minute. I want to get. I want to get a good piece up. So, give me the cheapest big time arm we can get. Is it, is it Trevor Richards? Is it uh, who, who? Who's the biggest cheapie we can get? My my favorite upside for the price is Trevor Richards. All right, let's. I like that. I'll go with that. That's a guy I would. I mean, what is owner? I gotta say, ownership's probably gonna be ultimately less than five percent. I just don't. I don't see him gathering. So I like that. You never know. Uh, uh, he's, he's got the strikeout upside against right-handed bats. There's only should be only three lefties in the lineup. Um, you know, so you get the, uh, it's just a good, you know, you get the yeah. extreme pitchers ump strikeout upside. He's $31. Um, I have no problem. No one's going to do it, but I have no problem pairing him with max. Fair enough. We got tons of money. We can do whatever we want. Who's our catcher of choice? I mean, if we had tons of money, Gary, Gary the GOAT would be number one. I, I mean, as, as great as Gary is tonight, I actually think he probably goes a little under own because of the price tag. That's I don't want to Yeah, that's Let's what I'm it. saying. Let's play Gary because that leaves us a ton of money. We still, Even if we didn't change anything else, we'd still have $14 for an outfielder. And there's always value in the outfield regardless. So, And if you outfield. can't pick Gary, the two plays are Contreras or Real Muto. Fair enough. Uh, we'll be a little bit different, though, I think. All right, 14 bucks for an outfielder, or we can go cheaper and upgrade somewhere else. What's our first line of thought here? Um, sorry, how much we have? $14. Per? Well, I think there's only one spot left. That's all, that's all it is? Shit. Uh, let, me, uh, let me see here. And we already have Franny in. We got Fran Mill and Braun in the house already. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. It's a tough range. Scroll. Scroll it, baby. Or you, or you give me a seven dollar guy, and I'll upgrade somewhere. You else. know what? Go, go down, go down a catcher, and ah. we'll, we'll go up to a Yankee outfielder. All right. What's our, what's our catcher? Put Stanton in, and how much do we have? Let me see here. Giancarlo leaves us with uh, what the. Tell you what, my computer's acting up on me. Give me a second. Uh, plugging him in leaves us $18 for a catcher. Um, well, all we need is 15. So we're gonna it's gonna be Contreras or Ramuto. Let's go uh, Wilson and we'll get a little piece of the win game. That gives us a little two-man stack with bias. Yeah, I I could dig with that. Three bucks left. We can work around it. And if I find an upgrade or something later on maybe I can ditch Cano and, and do something else at second base but I like that because like you said we don't have to stack on Yahoo we're just looking for home runs we got a lot of home run upside in this lineup with Scherzer and Richards and good pitching like you said so all right man that's what the lineup's good that's going to be the shell of my lineup I might make a change or two here post show but that's going to be the core of that GPP lineup I think we got some underground guys all right we got about a minute or two left give me give me your what's up with DJ Diesel so uh, there's a new, the new casino just opened here in Boston. It's like literally like five minutes down the road. Um, the Encore it used to be the win. You know, he can't, can't have his name on after all the drama. It's uh, gone down with uh, Steve Wynn. 
Um, so it's called Encore. It looks really nice. I haven't been yet, but one of my best friends is moving to uh, New York City. This is his last weekend. We were like, he's like, I want to check out the Encore, see what it's like. And they're like, we we're looking like what there is to do. And it's like, it said DJ Diesel. And we we're like, what the hell is he doing? And, uh, and you see a picture of Shaq. And I, I did not know this. I did not know that Shaq is a club DJ now. So I then I Googled it. It's and I was I was thinking it was like hip hop because do you remember he used to have like a hip hop album with like uh, way back in the day he did I forgot with who but uh, he had a couple of songs. So I was thinking he would be like a hip hop DJ. Nope, he's like a like a like a house DJ. Like uh, so anyway, we were like we have to go. You know, it's it's ridiculous. Yes, <laughs> ridiculous. But like, if somebody told you ten years ago you're going to be buying tickets to go see DJ Diesel, who is Shaquille O'Neal in a casino in Boston, would you? You know, you would never believe him. So we bought tickets. Long story short, and I'm going on Thursday night. Well, well, you're going to have to get back to us then and let us know how the show was, right? I mean, that sounds like a blast. So. Good luck to you, man. Hope you make it out of there alive. But uh, guys, that's going to end the show for us. As always, hit the like and subscribe button. Thanks for joining in. For Kirk Deese, the legend, I'm Head Chopper. We're out of here. Another edition of the Monkey Knife Fight Show here at Roto Grinders. I'm Drew Ferguson and I'm bringing you five of my favorite props over on Monkey Knife Fight. If you guys haven't already signed up yet, sign up using promo code GRINDERS. Get a free 100% deposit bonus on your first $50. That's free money. All you got to do is play through it and it is yours and you don't even have to do any research. All you got to do is watch these videos a few times a week and throw in these props that I'm already playing and let the money roll in. Got four of them for you today, two of them in the Chicago game. Two of them in the Houston game, so stay tuned. All right, let's get to my first prop here. It is a home run derby in the Cubs game. All right, we all know how this goes. Every single time there's a win game, there's always going to be home runs. We were disappointed quite a bit yesterday, but I don't expect that to happen again. We have a big total in this game, 13 mile per hour winds blowing out to center field that is a lot of wind when you consider Wrigley gonna give about a 40% bump to home runs it's a little bit hot a little bit humid and a little bit perfect conditions we don't have as good of a pitcher yesterday as we had in Leicester and today we have a lefty going up against Brian so he's my first guy 400 ISO this year versus left-handed pitching that's ridiculous He's almost guaranteed for a bomb, so you pretty much have that one locked up right there. But just in case he doesn't, we have a rookie going up against Acuna and Freeman, two of the best hitters in the league. Freeman, 289 ISO this year versus righties. Acuna, 190 ISO. And both these guys are good. Could be high scoring. Could get some bad bullpen arms in here. One of these guys is going to hit a bomb. Take the over. All right, the next prop I got for you, it is a total base race in that same game. All right, so this one's similar to the home run derby. A little bit better odds, paying two to one here. I took the over of 7.5. If 
And the reason for this is I wanted to take the over of 1.5 home runs, but this is just better odds. 1.5 home runs over pays two to one. This pays two to one. Guess what? If two home runs are hit by these guys, that's going to be over 7.5 bases. That's eight bases. So you take this one instead of the home run derby of 1.5. It's simply better odds. And the chances of it hitting is much better than the home run derby because Acuna and Freeman could both get a double. Brian could get a home run. Pays off that way. Acuna could get two singles. Freeman could get a double. Brian could get a home run. Pays off that way. In any case, this is going to hit. It's that simple. 7.5 is too low when you consider this game. It not only helps with home runs, it helps with hits, it helps with doubles, it helps with everything. The win is a big factor in this game. So just take this prop here and move on. Next up, we have a two out of two over under in the Houston game. All right, guys. So we have Cole, 7.5 Ks over under. Pittsburgh isn't a huge strikeout opponent, but I don't care. Cole is one of the best pitchers in the league and quite possibly the best strikeout pitcher in the league here. 38% K rate on the year going up against a low strikeout Pittsburgh team. But you know what? That doesn't matter. When you're striking out both sides of the plate at 35% clip, he's going to get over 7.5 strikeouts. It's that simple. He struggles with walks, but there isn't a whole lot of walks in this lineup here. So he's probably just going to mow through him here. I'm taking Cole for the over. And then Tr Williams, Vegas has him real heavy on the under. Real heavy on the under. Minus 170 on the under here. So I am taking the under. It's that simple. He is not going to be able to do much work on this Houston team. Springer's coming back. That means everyone has low strikeouts. Williams is coming back from injury. This is only second start. He might be a little bit limited. And there's only really one to two strikeout hitters in this lineup. Plus, Williams does not strike out lefties at a big clip. And Alvarez, it's one of the only guys in the lineup that actually strikes out. Williams will not hit this. Take the under. Move on. Next up, we have a two out of three rapid fire in that same game. But before we get to that, don't forget to like and subscribe over on YouTube. Some of these props go down throughout the day with guys going into the lineup that weren't supposed to be in or guys that aren't in the lineup that should be blah 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 this that anything can happen so get these props in early they try and keep them up all day but anything can happen this is baseball and things change based on what happens with the lineup but let's get to my last prop of the day it's a two out three rapid fire all right so cole versus williams fantasy points are you kidding me williams is not going to go late into this game he has a tougher matchup he has much worse strikeout stuff this one is a 100% lock. If Cole doesn't outscore Williams by 3.5 fantasy points, I don't understand baseball. Anything could happen, but 9 out of 10 times, Cole's going to win this one. It's not even close. Next up, we got Bregman versus Gung. 0.5 points is just a tiebreaker, but Bregman is so much better, and he has such a better matchup. You have to go with Bregman. He, if he gets a hit, a walk, anything, Gung is likely not to get jacked in this spot here so you go with Bregman you move on next up Springer getting the tiebreaker coming back from injury may not be 100% but Altuve didn't come back from injury too long ago Springer gets the tiebreaker and that is the reason why I was going with him if Altuve had the tiebreaker I'd go with him but Springer has it so I'm rolling with him and the other two guys in this prop are just pretty much locks so I'm rolling with all three of these guys and just taking my money all right guys hope you enjoyed it we'll be back again later on the week I'm out of here. Good luck on all your props. See you, kids. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
What is going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean 78904. If you want to get all technical on me, it is 501 on the East Coast, 201 on the West Coast, 401 Tennessee time, which of course means it's time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. And joining us today, it's a special treat. It's a cameo appearance. Uh, we've stolen him from Premium. It's one, uh, Derek Carter. You know from such things as the bat. What's up, Carter? What's going on, Dean? I think uh, I think this is like my second show in front of the paywall all year. So I'm pretty pumped about this. Did somebody cancel? What happened? Was there some kind of shenanigans behind the scenes or just that there was a special request? Or Someone was looking for, uh, for a swap today. So I was like, you know what? I haven't done the flagship in a while. Let's jump on and see how things go. I miss uh, I miss the, the the free chat. So hopefully, uh, hopefully it's just as good as I remember. You edited yourself. You paused for a second and like I'm just gonna call them the free chat. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to agitate or poke the bear just yet. Uh, we have several chats, of course. The chat at Rotor Grinders, the chat uh, on YouTube as well. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. Jump on over to RG. Uh, it's, this is a, we, I mean, I want to talk and catch up Cardi, but we have no time for pleasantries. This slate is bonkers. Is it not? No shenanigans, huh? I mean, and I guess we do have a good 45 minutes of pitching to get through. So let's get to it. <laughs> you know, I know you're being, there's a lot that's worth talking about. <laughs> there <is. laughs> My daily reminder, when you're talking about pitchers, you're also talking about the hitters. Uh, yeah, fair enough. That's a that's a callback to our viewers from last year. I'm sure they appreciate it. Before we fully dig in as far as the site, do you want to mention uh, Fantasy Draft? There is a free roll uh, going down tonight on the sponsor site. Devin's going to go ahead and drop that link in chat for you guys. Secondly, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Cardi, but people around the industry, we rock the uh, the RG badge, the avatar throughout the, you know, all throughout the industry for different contests, different sites. And if you're playing on certain contests, Devin will go ahead and uh, let you know what contest they may or may not be. Going to drop the link in chat for you guys. That there's a post in the form, and if you finish in the top ten while wearing the Broder Grinders avatar, you get yourself one month of RG Premium. We just want to give a shout out to some of the people that just recently have signed up and uh, have been rocking the RG avatar. Shout outs to Pink Daisy H, uh, T Carlton the uh, Third. A cool name. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's three like eyes, and I assume it's the third. I just that was being presumptuous, unless they're doing like a Roman numeral thing. But yeah. Uh, sounds like a politician name, right? I, I would vote for T. Carlton the third. He sounds legit, or she sounds legit. Sure, why not? Definitely sounds like he hangs out at country clubs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> something about like being like the third. I don't know. Uh, all right, the Reefer Zog. I hope I pronounce that one right. Reefer Zog does not hang out at country clubs. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> where where Reefer Zog hangs out on YouTube chat? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds more like it. <laughs> We love the YouTube chat. We say that with love. Uh, Gonzo, Gonzo7223. Congratulations on rocking the RG badge. Uh, Corey Hall23, fan of Brave65. Oh, I wonder who they're stacking tonight. Uh, Katonic and Raiders fan1414. Uh, so there you go. Thanks for rocking the RG badge. Again, if you guys finish the top 10 of certain contests, the link is that. Uh, if you guys want to partake, feel free to. You know, join. Uh, we'll just jump in the link and see what's going down and see how that uh, you can make that happen. Cardi, um, I have to remind myself several times in both lineups today, the old adage, we live in the world of a salary cap. And, you know, two elite studs at the top. You know, I think it's pretty clear. It's Scherzer, it's Cole. Uh, we'll have the conversation as far as those two. And then, you know, it's pretty strong after that. You know, full slate, everybody's pitching, everybody's playing. Whatever everybody's pitching, but every team's playing uh, baseball. We got the Biebs, uh, you know, Blake Snell is on a discount. Of course, he's been scuffling of late, but 
I think we got to have the conversation at the top as far as Scherzer versus Cole or are either one of them in the optimal, like, you know, two start, uh, you know, two, two pitcher lineup because the bats are just so good today. Uh, and I'm conflicted. Uh, what say you? So the bats, you're right, are awesome. The, the bat, the bat, the projection system projects four teams for over seven runs today. But Max Scherzer is optimal. Max Scherzer, you have to play today. And Garrett Cole, you most certainly should not be playing over Max Scherzer. Yeah, I was looking at the bat, and I thought there was a pretty distinct difference between the two. And, you know, uh, I was thinking about playing some Cole just because he's a little bit cheaper and, like, every dollar counts. But uh, you have a pretty, you know, considerably uh, a considerable wide gap. You have Scherzer basically in his own tier today. Tell the people why that is. I mean, first, because Scherzer is a way better pitcher than Garrett Cole. As good as Garrett Cole is, there is a, there's a big talent gap. Max Scherzer is better. Straight up, he's better. The matchup today is better. He's facing the worst offense in baseball in the best pitchers park in baseball with an extreme pitchers umpire. So the matchup is better. Cole's matchup is pretty good. He's facing the pirates who are nothing special, but they do add a DH. They don't strike out a ton. The umpire is not as good. And, uh, and Scherzer has a longer leash. Scherzer has one of the longest leashes of any starting pitcher in baseball. So you put it all together. Scherzer is better in every conceivable way. And yeah, he's a little more expensive, but definitely not by enough where you're going to fade him for Cole. Uh, playing Cole in cash games today is, is a huge, huge, uh, huge donkey move. You say all that, Cardi, but I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but Neil Walker is back tonight for the Marlins. Is that oh, true? you know what? I take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play Max Scherzer, guys. Neil Walker's <laughs> back in the lineup. <laughs> uh, I mean, they don't strike out a ton. Uh, we're going to be fair. This Marlins team is terrible. It's dreadful. They strike out 21.2% against righties, you know, uh, the last two years. And the splits as far as Scherzer lefty versus righties is pretty dramatic. 38.6% uh, striking out righties the last two seasons. And, you know, this lineup is full of righties outside of Walker, Granderson, and Riddle, uh, and Castillo. I don't know who – I thought that was Beef Castillo. I'm like, why is Beef Castillo a Marlin? Who's W Castillo? It's a different Castillo. This is like the multiplicity, like the clone of the clone of the clone. I don't know who this guy is, <laughs> but I don't believe he's any good. That's my, that's my, I know he, that's for sure. He is though. He's like a, you know, a food lion, like three day old. Yeah. It's, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to buy this beef. I don't think. Um, are we concerned at all as far as this Marlins lineup that doesn't strike out a ton or you just think it's because, you know, it's Scherzer and who cares? It's Scherzer who cares. Like, the run prevention should be great. The wind should be there. He should go super deep. He's going to get his Ks anyway. Like, it's not a concern at all for me. I, I'm projected for nine and a half strikeouts today even against this lineup. Like, it's it's going to be a good day for Scherzer. It should be at least. <laughs> and the counter is that, you know, Cole this season's got a bigger K rate than Scherzer for what it's worth. But, of course, you know, he's got to face a DH as opposed to a pitcher. Uh, and also that this Pittsburgh lineup, uh, it's all green. If you fire up the, the plate IQ, it's all green as far as striking out first right as the last two seasons. The biggest number is Reynolds at 20.5%, collectively 16% party. Um, like Cole's a great strikeout pitcher, but you know, this is not what I would project as like the optimal opponent from a strikeout perspective. I understand revenge or whatever, if you want to haul us that out there, but you know, uh, I think he's going to be really good. I just don't think he's going to strike out 10. That's, that's sort of yeah. my this is an awful strikeout spot for Cole. Like Scherzer's isn't a good one. It's like an average one. You know, league average strikeout rate's about 23%. This Marlins lineup projects about 23%. The Pittsburgh lineup projects 18%. Like this is such a bad lineup for strikeouts. 
Yeah, I'm firing up the uh, the lineup HQ. I'm curious what they have as far as the K props. I'm always curious, you know, what the Vegas number on these guys. And of course, Scherzer, uh, eight and a half is the biggest number on the board. Cole at seven and a half, but minus one hundred nine. So basically, a coin toss. Well, what side do you have on that there, Cardi? Seven and a half over or under seven and a half Ks for Cole tonight. I mean, that's about right with the juice. The bat has seven point nine, so you know, yeah. slight over, but that's about right. And then Scherzer is up at nine and a half. Like Scherzer's way better. Person. What do we do with the Beebs? It's just the wrong slate. Yeah, I mean that—that's really what it is. With with Scherzer on the slate, you can't do it. If Scherzer wasn't on the slate, I'd tell you probably play Bieber over Cole. But uh, Scherzer's on the slate, so he's just—he's just the guy. Yeah, I, tournaments obviously he's definitely in play. Uh, Blake Snell's he broken? He can't throw strikes anymore, and he's facing Minnesota, a team I don't want to pick on. Yeah, this is a bad spot. I don't think he's broken. I think Snell's still an elite pitcher. But this is a bad spot, you know, facing seven right-handers in the lineup tonight, getting a big park downgrade into a strikeout suppressing park. Um, you know, he always has kind of a shorter leash than, than other pitchers of his talent level. So, you know, yeah, it's kind of too cheap for, for who he is, but it's, it's a bad spot. I don't really have any Snell interest. Yeah, he walked four dudes last time out, only picked up third of an inning. He only threw 39, he threw 39 pitches and got one out and – you know, basically Tampa said, look, we're not going to have this guy burn 50 pitches in the first inning of a meaningless game, you know, in game like 75 or 162, whatever it may be. And he's still a young arm. So uh, he got the hook. Only gave up, I think, a couple hits. But, you know, uh, four walks and uh, Yankee Stadium, which we'll talk about again. How insane is the total for the Yankees? Is this, is this just going to be the new normal, like 7.7? There, there's definitely some bias in there. I think 7.7 is, is too high. But this is. <laughs> the top team of the day the Yankees are in an amazing spot yeah I know we're talking pitchers right now but it's just like it's ins- we saw yesterday around seven or so and today it's like seven and, uh, and a hook essentially uh and obviously the Yankees lineup has gotten healthier and just basically one through nine they can all wallop uh let's work our way down Robbie Ray you know the rule of Robbie Ray is you're supposed to like at least get a share if nobody's going to own him today nobody's going to own him uh in tournaments obviously can't trust him for cash games he's too volatile uh, sometimes he's inefficient. You don't really want to pick in the Dodgers necessarily. Uh, Jim, I mean, is that where relegate rate of tournaments, I assume? Is he, you know, somebody that you consider for tournaments tonight? I I mean, you can play him in tournaments. He always has strikeout upside. But there's other guys I would prefer in tournaments. There's guys that are a little cheaper, a little bit better. You know, it's not a great spot. The roof's open. It's 100 degrees. There's an extreme hitter's umpire, which for a guy like Ray with his control issues is not ideal probably going to face a bunch of right-handers with a you know with his wide split is not ideal I think he's just too expensive this is where I would go on a rant like why Arizona keeps the roof open at 100 degrees we don't time it's a 15 game slate and no time for shenanigans apparently the fans want it like the fans want the roof open as much as possible so it doesn't like AC in like 78 degrees (laughs) over a hundred I guess when it's nighttime it's not as it's not as bad they don't think but you know it's a dry heat bust out your chapstick I yeah I get it but um, so the mid-tier is super interesting, and it's pretty strong. Uh, Price versus the White Sox, Gibson versus Tampa, Mad Bum versus Colorado. Strikeouts matter, which is kind of the problem there. Probably good from a run prevention perspective. I think uh, the best option amongst this bunch is probably Flaherty against Oakland. What say you? I think it's Mad Bum, but I do like Flaherty quite a bit today. This is, this is a good spot for Flaherty. The price is good. I'd have a lot of interest in Flaherty and GPPs today. Oakland loses a DH going into the National League. There's a pitcher's umpire. You know, Flaherty's another one of these guys with a wide split, but he's facing six right-handers, which is nice. I think Flaherty is a very strong play today. 
talk to me. Sell me on Bumgarner because like K's are king. He doesn't get him anymore. He's just a name brand now. You don't get any points for you know being crotchety. Well, it's not like he doesn't get K's. Like he's not the guy he used to be. And God, I I hate that I have to be the guy that defends Madison Bumgarner. <laughs> I hate Madison Bumgarner. In the offseason, I took such an anti-Madison Bumgarner stance. And I feel like I'm defending him all the time lately. And it's so annoying. But he's striking out close to close to a batter per inning this year. Like, you know, his fastball velocity's up a little bit, his spin rate's up a little bit. He's striking out a batter per inning. And the spot today is fantastic for strikeouts. Like, what did Drew Pomerantz tell last night? Like, 11 guys? Like, this this is the best strikeout spot on the slate. It is. The Rockies are a bad offense against left-handed pitching when they don't have Trevor Story. They're legit bad. Nolan Arenado is the only dangerous bat in this entire lineup because their next best bats are Blackman, who's a lefty, Daniel Murphy, who's a lefty, Dahl, who's a lefty. Their their actual next best bat against left-handed pitchers it's Chris Iannetta, their catcher. Like, that's ridiculous. They, you know, Coors Field suppresses strikeouts so much that when they go on the road, they strike out a bunch. And when the lineup is this watered down, they strike out a bunch. Like, this is a straight-up bad offense, and they strike out a lot. In an extreme pitcher's park against a pitcher who, yeah, is not great, but he's still an above-average pitcher. He's still pretty good, and he has a very long leash. So he should also, you know, contribute some volume. He can potentially rack up the K's just through volume if he throws seven innings. So I think Bumgarner's kind of the SP2 here. Yeah, uh, pretty strong selling, uh, strong selling point. You know, uh, Story's going to be out. Arenado basically the only stick. Blackman's, you know, pretty solid. Of course, he's subdued to some degree with losing the platoon. But uh, we have not seen the lineup just yet. But if we get the one that's projected uh, and played IQ, like you said, there are plenty of K's there. Dahl strikes out 26.5% versus lefties. <clears throat> Ionetta at 30%. Uh, Rogers, you know, young dude, thirty-four uh, percent. Reynolds, you know, back end of his career, you know, back into the bell curve. He's basically done. So if he cracks this lineup, he's at thirty-two point nine percent. It's a lot of strikeouts. Yeah, uh, tw- it, it, the front is a uh, you know a little tougher. You know, obviously Arenado, Desmond, and Blackman don't strike out as much collectively. Twenty-two point four percent. And a run prevention perspective, obviously, there's no better place to be than San Fran. Although you said Marlins Park is Marlins Park the best ballpark now for pitching. Yeah, I mean, San Fran's right up there, but but Marlins Park is is the best at this point. Yeah, uh, I mean, it obviously, Bump's a little bit more expensive than, than Flaherty. Uh, I think you can play them both and have some fun and just, you know, hopefully Scherzer doesn't have, like, a 13-strikeout game. That's something you absolutely can do. You certainly can fade those guys. There's plenty of other options. Uh, Haney uh, versus Cincinnati, any interest there? Of course, we've seen uh, he's been wild. He strikes out a bunch of guys. He's been all over the place, but there is, you know, you're supposed to embrace volatility when it comes to tournaments. Is Haney somebody you're looking at or uh, t- doesn't quite crack it for you today? On a different slate, I'd maybe have some Haney interest. I don't think he's a bad play today. I just think this slate is so crowded, he wouldn't be a guy I'm prioritizing. Uh, I like Logan Allen. Like He's a bit of a prospect there for San Diego. I think he was uh, number seven coming to the season uh, as far as organization. That organization's loaded. I think they're top three as far as uh, you know prospects going forward. Uh, I want to pick on Baltimore. They're terrible. Obviously, you'd prefer to throw into a, a pitcher as opposed to a DH. Their DH is not going to be good. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> I just I – uh, I wish he was a little bit cheaper is sort of where I'm at. Well, you have, you have a Logan Allen take? The, I have no interest in Logan Allen. Like, between the, the environment and the price, like, yeah, this is a bad Baltimore offense. Like, I picked on him with much worse pitchers than Logan Allen. Wade LeBlanc night a few nights ago was a thing. Um, but uh, – I can't, I can't pay this price for him in this environment. Like it's a good hitters park. It's an extreme hitters umpire. 
and uh, it's good hitting weather, so I, I can't do it. Ugh, lots of K's that line up, though, Cardi. Everybody strikes out with the exception of the leadoff hitter, Alberto. A uh, combination as far as collectively striking out at 25.7%. You wanted Chris Davis. He's not in there, unfortunately, but still, like, Keon Broxton at 40%, uh, Santander at 32%, Martin at 27 and change, VR at 27 and change. There are some K's there, but, you know, again, this is for uh, for me. It's, it's a tournament pivot I'm considering, but, again, I wish he was a little bit cheaper. He's getting the W, though, right? The fathers are going to wallop tonight, right? They really are. I, I don't know if you saw it, but I put out a tweet earlier with the worst starting pitchers in baseball, according to the bat. Uh, Rogers, this Rogers, what's it, Josh Rogers? Yeah, Josh Rogers is the worst pitcher in baseball by a huge margin. Like the guys below him are like Clayton Richard and Jordan Zimmerman and like really bad guys. And they're almost like a full run of ERA lower than this guy. Like he's like the reverse Mike Trout. He's so bad. <laughs> I love that term. I mean, is there a, is there a more insulting thing you can call somebody in life than the reverse Mike Trout? And if you don't look the reverse Mike Trout at your job, no matter what your job is, you're really bad. You're like the worst possible person at your job. That's that is bad. really mean to say. And I'm sure he's, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. I know he's better than like 99.9% yeah. of the human population of baseball. But relative to his peers in Major League Baseball, he is the worst. <laughs> and they're locked in for nine innings. And uh, I, I was looking at like, just the active pitchers in that bullpen, uh, with, meaning Dan Straley's not, not, not factored in all the homers he's given up. And I believe that Baltimore bullpen this season's given up 1.9 homer per, homers per nine. Uh, and San Diego's got all the power in the world, and they're adding a DH. And like, they're, they're kind of locked in that, you know, not, not exactly a uh, hitter's paradise. In San Diego. Nice ballpark, but not great for, for hitting necessarily. Uh, I like Ross Stripling. He's not fully stretched out, so I, we can't go there. Um, there's, you know, Alzale is a bit of a prospect, uh, you know, in a small sample. His K is definitely pop, but of course there's wind going down in Chicago, and I guess I suppose you can do it for an ambitious tournament play. I how, do, how do we load up? What, what, what's your thought there? On Alzale or on Wrigley? Or? Yeah, well, I, I imagine you're going to say no because, like, he's, you know, the wind and that just can't do it. You can't. I mean, he has one of the shortest leashes ever, and it's this awesome Wrigley game where both teams project for over seven runs. So, like, you definitely can't do it. Um, spoiler alert, you can do hitters because both teams project for seven runs. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird, though. People were so disappointed with yesterday's game, and myself, too. And they scored 11 runs yesterday. It wasn't like it was a 3-2 game. It was, like, eh, it was a disappointment. It, it should have been higher than that. <laughs> oh, I know. I was I was disappointed, too, and, you know, uh, you know, and also the wrong guys at homers. I mean, that's kind of annoying as well, too. But I think there was at least two or three that went down. And, of course, you know, I think it's a 12 total. Uh, did you say it was seven? You pro uh, projected for seven on each side? Yeah, right. A little over seven on each side. Like, you know, uh, Braves are 7.19, Cubs are 7.06. So this is this is a very good hitting spot. It's, it's Wrigley Field with wind blowing out. It's close to 80 degrees. We have two bad pitchers or at least, you know, average – you know, overrated, whatever you want to call them, pitchers, People spectacular pitchers, and uh, and we got a juiced ball in Major League Baseball this year. So like, this is just it sets up really well for hitting. If you uh, fire up Weather Edge from Roth, 118 game sample size based upon similar weather in previous games, you have an upgrade of 55.7 percent as far as homers, 23.4 percent as far as runs, and ERA jumps up 23.5 percent. So, I mean. The weather may change. It's fickle, but as of right now, and of course, it's automatically updates. If you guys have Weather Edge, you'll see. But uh, it's absolutely popping there uh, from a weather perspective. So, uh, And there's great pivots. And when we talk about bats, this is a lot going down today. How do I load up the bats, though, is my question, because I don't love the cheapies as far as pitching. 
Uh, Chavez versus Detroit, just because he's throwing baseballs against Detroit, I suppose. He's not fully stretched out, but does he need to be? He can go maybe five and change or six and be okay. Or Cortez versus Toronto. like, And he's another guy. Like He might go four or five innings, maybe. Uh, I thought they were going to have an opener in green, but I'm seeing is, – is Cortez the starter? Is green the starter? Do we know? I thought green was the starter. If that's not the case – That's annoying. So much Cortez interest. I, I, I think Cort- Cortez, if he's the actual starter, is a borderline cash play today. Um, but I think it's green opening. Okay, yeah. So it, I just refreshed the RG page, and now it's saying green to Cortez. No, so I was looking at a, a different direction, Cardi. I was thinking – I don't want him to pitch the first inning because, well, for starters, I mean, this Toronto lineup stinks, but at least you avoid, you know, Sogard's a pest. We saw what he did to uh, Sale the other day where he had like 13 pitches to start off the game and then he got a little uh, blue face hit or whatever. Like he's not this great hitter, but he's a professional hitter and somebody he's better than, you know, Danny Jansen. And it kind of flips the lineup. And the other part of it is he's not that much better than Danny Jansen. (laughs) I'm not saying he's good, but I'm saying he's just, he, in the context of thinking like Cortez, every pitch counts. He can only throw so many pitches, right? Uh, I mean, if they wanted Cortez to throw 95 pitches, he could do it. He could do it. Um, they don't. I mean, what's that? They don't want him to throw that many pitches. Right. Well, I mean, that, with Green starting in front of him, like, he's not going to be allowed to do that, which is the problem. Like, he's not going to pitch as deep as he probably would if there wasn't an opener today. And so that's a problem. But he's also, what, 4K on DraftKings, like 8K-ish on, on Fantasy Draft in a pretty good matchup. He's going to get a ton of offensive support. He's going to be an inning closer to qualifying, you know, for the win. He's going to automatically qualify for the win, I guess, actually. Um, and, uh, you know, pitcher's umpire, like, Blue Jays really aren't all that threatening. You know, Cortez at this price is one of the best point-per-dollar guys on the slate, honestly. So that's the most the most important thing you said is, a, is a, the reason why I don't want him starting. Uh, if he starts, he might only go, like, four or four and a third. If he comes in, like, in the second or third inning – this Yankee team is projected to score like three and a half more runs than Toronto, which is just crazy uh, for like baseball projections. And I, I think he'll be in position to grab at TW. And when I roster a guy that's 4K or 8K, depending on where you're shopping, those four points are precious. Uh, and I want him in that game in the fifth inning. And I think he will be. Uh, and- yeah, I think he would be either way. Okay. Um, I think you probably get, you know, an inning less out of him than you otherwise would though, which is not ideal, but for 4K, you you can do Cortez. And GPPs, I'd be very heavy on Cortez, honestly. How is he popping in the bat? Is he somebody that you could you consider rolling out there? Because I'm going to make some lineups with him and just have some fun with, his, with the sticks. He was popping in about half, you know, half of the top 10 optimal lineups before Green was announced. Now that Green's announced, his projection goes down a little. He's not a cash guy anymore. Or at least he's not like a great cash guy. But in GPPs, he'd be popping in a bunch of lineups. So silly question, like, but let's, how is that? Okay. Let's say he starts and you think he goes one, it pitches one through five. If he comes in the second inning, why, why wouldn't you project he can go two through six? The biggest thing is that when starters come in after an opener, as opposed to starting the game themselves, they tend to pitch, pitch fewer innings. They throw about, you know, 10 to 12 fewer pitches, which makes a big difference. Like when we're talking about probabilities. Fair enough. Uh, let's summarize pitchers because obviously there's a lot going down. Uh, you made it pretty clear. You prefer Max to Bob over, uh, over Cole. How are you attacking? How are you rostering pitchers tonight? Absolutely Max Scherzer. And then I will probably pair him with Bumgarner in cash games. I think in GPPs, you should have a bunch of clarity, a bunch of Cortez, you know, maybe a little bit of David Price. 
that's, I think, the way I'd kind of approach it. You know, if you want to get cute, we didn't talk about him, but like Chichi Gonzalez is one of these guys on like kind of the cheap end that's like, if you squint, almost sort of borderline viable. Uh, definitely not a cash guy, but if you just want someone to save money, I'd rather have Cortez, but he's cheapish. Yeah, I looked at Chichi, but he's, um, I mean, he's not good. Which no, he's not. He's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's baseball and anything can happen, right? We see like, you know, uh, backup catchers go out there and have a, have a clean sheet for an inning. Uh, you know, so he could be okay. And he's, he's a, a good matchup at a cheap price. That's about it. Yeah. Um, like he's not somebody on the come up. He's, he's 27 years old and he had his cup of coffee a few years back and, and nothing really impressive about his numbers, but you know, a game in San Fran against the giants. Sure. I guess he could be fine and survive it. Um, yeah. So uh, give me, give me a, a sentence or two summarize what's going down as far as pitchers. Play Scherzer, play Bumgarner in cash games. Flaherty and Cortez and GPPs. Really? You, you, you like your sticks with uh, Scherzer and Mad Bum? I don't like them. That's my problem. I mean, you don't get everyone you want, and that sucks. But what else are you going to do? I mean, unless you're going to play Cortez and cash games, like you're not going to get the bats that you want. There's no one else. There's no one in that, like, you know, six to seven K range that, that you can play. Like, who are you going to play there to get more bats? Yeah, I mean, I like Flaherty a little bit, but even then, I still didn't love it. So, but that's uh, still—I mean, he costs the same as Bumgarner, basically. basically. Yeah, this this was my quandary, and this is why I said screw it. I'm just going to play tournaments tonight because I want to play Cortez and have fun with the bats because I just yeah. love. The I bats mean, that's so a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's basically that, that was my quandary like last night and today, and just like yeah, screw, screw cash games up for the birds at least today. Um, but uh, we'll see how it goes down. Uh, we're going to go around the horn, Cardi. Uh, tell me your favorite players in each position. You know, obviously Gary Sanchez is the best player in the world of no salary cap. We are living in the world of a salary cap. So is he a bat you're prioritizing? I imagine you're going, you know, full uh, full Danny Jansen as far as as far yeah. as catching today. <laughs> you are you are completely right. Like if you can get up to Gary Sanchez, awesome, good for you. Not a not a guy you can really do if you're going Scherzer and then some of like the the really premier bats today, you know, at other positions. So I can't do Sanchez, but I can do Danny Jansen. I can get behind some Danny Jansen today. You know, as much as we kind of like Cortez point per dollar, it's not like he's this great option or this great pitcher by any means. You can play a 2.1K catcher, you know, with the platoon advantage in a great park, you know, and make other stuff work. You can absolutely do that. So I think Jansen is uh, is totally viable. Um, he's really the guy that I would probably want to go with if uh, – if given my choice, I was kind of looking at John Hicks, but I don't think he made the lineup today. So it really, I think it's kind of just Jansen. Is this new of the RG lineup pages? I think they have ownership percentages next to the players. Now I assume that this is, if you have a the premium, but I think this might be a new thing. I'm just, I'm just discovering now. So well done dev team. It's not, and it's something wonky. My bad, but I think that's what went down. Uh, you know, for sure. Sanchez against Richard, you know, Richard's pretty good against uh, keep the ball on the ground, pretty good against lefties, but, he is really in a just a miserable spot in Yankee Stadium. Uh, and then, like we keep talking about it, as far as that team total projected just below eight, which is an insane number. Uh, we shouldn't sleep on the Phillies today. You know, Walker Lockett's pretty terrible, too. Uh, Philadelphia's got a, a team total of up six. Real has got a, you know, a price that's kind of down. So I don't mind having the mid-tier. Of course, we can talk about the win game and jump to Wilson Contreras, Brian McCann versus out, you know, Alzale. No issues with that, but. Uh, yes, Monty Grandal leading off versus Marco Gonzalez. That 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 seems kind of weird. Uh, yeah, nope. I think he let off yesterday or two days ago too. Like this has been kind of a thing recently, which is kind of cool. But 
Like he's way priced up out of out of consideration. And he's also better versus righties than lefties. Well, there you go. Uh, for what it's worth. Um, yeah, I got nothing else for you as far as as far as catchers. Let's get out of catcher. Francisco Mejia, maybe if you want someone in kind of that like between Gary Sanchez, Danny Jansen level, I think Mejia is probably your guy. Um, at at three three on DraftKings, he's actually I don't mind him a whole lot. I think he's yeah. pretty solid play. And he gets the pick on the uh, the reverse Mike Trout. As the reverse call. Mike Trout. <laughs> I assume Yakubonos will be out of the game by that time. He probably faces Rogers. Uh, maybe get two shots at Rogers. That'll be good times. That, that's enough to take him deep. Uh, first base, what do you have for me? I kind of hate first base today because ideally you get up to one of these Wrigley or Yankees guys. Like you get up to Freddie Freeman if you can. Freeman would be the guy that I would pick in an ideal world. Uh, Anthony Rizzo, though, I think is totally fine. Edwin, I think, is totally fine. But they're all expensive. I think it's tough to get there. And so, like, you can go down a little bit to Reese Hoskins. You mentioned, you know, Lockett's really nothing special. Good hitters park, good hitting conditions today in, in Philly. I think Hoskins is totally fine. <sighs> Paul Goldschmidt, I yeah. kind of hate it, but, like, he's cheap enough where – you can consider Paul Goldschmidt today as kind of like a last piece to make stuff work. You know, Chris Bassett's not a guy that I really love picking on, but you know, it's good hitting conditions. He's more talented than 3.8 K. So I think Goldie's all right. Um, uh, who else am I thinking about? Aguiar. Aguiar. Yep. That's the guy. Was, yep. Aguiar hitting, you know, hitting fifth today against, you know, a mediocre lefty at home in, in Miller Park, I think Aguiar is is a really strong play today. Um, Renato Nunez, I think, is interesting enough in that range. There's not like a guy that's like super cheap that like I really would want to go down to. If there was that guy, it's probably Lucas Duda, more of a FanDuel play than I think a, a fantasy draft or a DraftKings play. But he is cheap-ish there. Like you don't love picking on Bieber, obviously, but this is an elite park for lefty hitters. It's uh, you know the platoon advantage. It's a cheap. You know, a cheap, uh, cheap power guy. Bieber does give up home runs to lefties a little bit. So, like, I think dude is okay if you have to really save. First base, the way I feel about it is uh, nobody clearly stands out. It's just a bunch of really good plays. Uh, and maybe it's like, you know, last man in. Like, if I have the money for Freeman, great. If I don't, I'll play one of these Yankees. If I don't, I'll play Hoskins. Uh, That's the way I'm kind of approaching it. Like, whoever kind of fits is who I'm going to go with. And it's probably going to be someone in like this three, five to four K range. Um, but it's not like I really love any of them. Yeah. Is belt in the conversation against Chi Chi Anderson, the ballpark stinks, but like his price is down. It's like belt versus Aguiar versus Goldie. Is he the clear third play for you? I think so. You know, I, I love belt in general. I think he's one of the most underrated hitters in baseball, but this park is really tough on him. So I, I don't, I think he'd be behind the other guys for me. Do we think Goldie's fine? I do like, like he was, he's one of the best hitters in baseball. He has been one of the best hitters in baseball for years. Like he's not just bad all of a sudden. It's just, you know, he's running bad right now. He, he will be fine. It's just, he does feel gross to play these days, even when his price is so depressed. I think that's a good way uh, to segue to the Keystone position second base, because this guy might not be fine. He might just be old and washed. Ugh. Robinson Cano. <laughs> Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. The Mets last night, the Mets scored like 30,000 runs. Everyone on the team got a hit, including Steven Matz. You know who didn't get a hit? Robbie Robinson Cano. Cano. He went 0 for 6. 
Oh, he had six chances. I thought he was over five. You know, for six. <laughs> uh, he's a yeah. Is he is he just not good anymore? What's the story here? I mean, he's not great anymore. But it, you know, how bad is he? Like we've certainly seen second basemen, you know, at this point in their career, just completely fall off and be done. It happened with it's happened with plenty of guys. Roberto Alomar. Like there's been a bunch of examples throughout history. Second base does tend to age less gracefully than other positions for whatever reason. And maybe that's what we're seeing with Cano. Maybe he's just dead. Uh, I'd like to think he's not, though, because if he's even a league average hitter, you have to play him tonight because the spot is good and the price is good. It's a huge park upgrade, an elite park for lefty power. You know, a pitcher in Jake Arrieta who's really not all that threatening. You know, Cano's got the platoon advantage. He's 3.2K in a shallow position. You know, so I'm probably playing Cano again and just hoping that, that he's still, you know, a league average hitter and not dead. Yeah, I think he's going to be super popular, especially for cash games, just for that reason, because, you know, the, the name pops with the price, and Ariata is definitely worth picking, especially with the picking out, especially with lefties. Uh, you know, the Yankees are just expensive as far as Torres, as far as DJ LeMahieu, and, you know, as far as lineup construction, I think the Yankee outfielders are too cheap, and this is not like I – mean, so Stanton's going to be popular, and, and, and Judge is going to be popular because those guys are way too cheap, but, like, these other pieces, like Torres and LeMahieu, you know, we live in a world with salary cap, and I think people are going to have a hard time getting to them. So I don't know how to do it. I mean, how is DJ, Lema- DJ LeMayhew 5.3K? Is he the most expensive Yankee today? Like, is that is that a thing? He's the yeah, worst hitter in the lineup. They hit him lead off anyway, and he's the most expensive on draft. So, all right. Yeah, Sanchez is more. Then it's LeMayhew. Then it's Torres. And then it's uh, Voigt, then Judge, and then Stanton. Oh, I missed E5 as well. Yeah. So, Stanton and Judge are the two least expensive Yankees? I knew they were cheap, but is that's crazy. They're like five and six. All right. <laughs> On the Yankees. <laughs> just, just, so yeah. those guys are going to be extremely heavily owned, uh, and the other piece is not, not as much, uh, just the general thought. Uh, anybody else at second? Well, how about Odor? Because Zerman's terrible. He doesn't miss bats, and his velocity is down. Uh, I like this Texas side, you know, a bit contrarian. Of course, we have Gallo coming back, and Gallo's going to bang one out versus Jordan Zimmerman. That's just going to happen. Uh, Ruggi Odor, he's been a disaster, but the power is still there at least. You like his chances to bang one out? I like him as a GPP one-off. You know, probably not where I'm going to go in cash games, but he's cheap enough. The spot is good. You can definitely think about some Odor. Your boy, Big T's in chat. He says, how is uh, DJ expensive? Maybe because he gets four four hits every night. Cardi hates that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just recency bias like dj's fine he's a nice little hitter but he's not like anything fantastic you know his you know he's he's babbipping his way to a great season <laughs> uh, uh there was a scratch in that pittsburgh game i wanted to note and uh, was it dickerson who's jumping in there i, I refreshed your lineup somebody got scratched osuna in for reynolds thank you d train with the save all right so i was way off as far as dickerson yeah okay reynolds the guy's not playing Osuna in that in there now for what it's worth. Oh, uh, here you go, Cardi. Uh, Jose Altuve, if you need a second baseman for Houston, he's underpriced for his Trevor Williams now. He's coming back from a hammy. He's got the steal of base since coming back. I want to know he still has those wheels. He's got the bat as well to some extent. Um, but the price is really good. How about Altuve uh, as a cash game play if you can get there? Yeah, I mean, he's been pretty cheap since coming off the DL. For that price, I think he's fine you know trevor williams isn't anything special you can pick on him a little bit um you know it's it's one of the i guess one of the worst 
quote unquote weather games of the day because it's like hot everywhere now and the roof is closed in Houston. So like he is at a disadvantage in that regard, but he is, you know, Jose Altuve and he costs 3.8K. So I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I was going to ask like, how real is Tommy LaStella? I always come back down to earth to some degree, but were you screaming he was fraudulent like a month ago? I wasn't actually. Like he okay. was a guy that, you know, obviously he wasn't, you know, Mike Trout level good, which is what he was doing at the time. But I do think he's made some real improvements, and he's a he's a pretty decent hitter. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tyler Wale is an absolute disaster versus lefties, and Lestella's leading off, and I think he's worth a look. He's got 15 homers this year. He had 10 uh, in his career coming into this season. Of course, he was a bit of a journeyman, and he had some injuries as well, too, along the way. But uh, just, you know, obviously the power just kind of sort of came out of, out of nowhere. Uh, is there anybody else at second that's kind of worth a head now, worth keeping an eye on as far as tournaments for you? I mean, the problem at second is there. there's not a whole lot to really like. You know, on, on FanDuel, David Bodie is really cheap. You can play him. Before three on DraftKings, probably a little more than I want to spend on him. But wind. I, you don't have to sell me on the wind. I get it. The wind is a big deal. Uh, the bat is no, definitely not down on this game in any sense of the word. But it's also David Bodie, and he's a little overpriced for being David Bodie. <laughs> Uh, let's and Russell's there. He's pretty cheap as well. And he's not as good as Bodie. And, you know, Alves is also in play. And again, I, I have to get past like players that are batting eighth in the national league, but he's certainly in play here. Uh, once again, he's in a win game and, uh, you know, he's been, he's been hot too. And I know you believe in hot streaks starting. Oh, you know, I'm all about hot streaks, Dean. You know me so well. Uh, the chat wants to know, uh, I know you don't play much at Vandal, but have you taken a peek as far as, who the FanDuel uh, cash game pitcher would be over there because I, I I was making a couple different bills and you make an argument. Okay, so well, we'll talk about the Fathers, talk about the Padres soon enough. Uh, the Padres are too expensive, too expensive. Of course, you can play them, but you know, they're, they're priced heavily up on DK and fans draft. They're priced way too down on FanDuel. You can get, you know, if you're thinking, if you're thinking of playing Scherzer with a Padres stack on FanDuel, like so is everybody else. I mean, that's the cash play. Play Scherzer, play three or four Padres, get a little bit of exposure to Wrigley, get a Yankee, and you're good to go. So for cash games, you think you like, you, you like Scherzer? Yeah, Scherzer for sure. Scherzer's, Scherzer's in one of the best possible spots for one of the best possible pitchers. Like, don't overthink it, just play Scherzer. Uh, third base, hot corner, what do you have for me? Chris Bryant, obviously. You know, you can play him in the outfield also. Um, but Bryant is going to be our top third base play today. And he should be a guy that you are trying to prioritize if at all possible, you know, over on FanDuel, Josh Donaldson has a good price. I think he's, you know, fine over there. Draft or yeah, DraftKings fantasy draft, a little pricier than you really want. Really not, not much cheaper than Bryant. So you just go with Bryant. Uh, Manny Machado, obviously in GPPs on DraftKings and fantasy draft is way more expensive than either of those guys. And so he's going to be a great GPP play, I think, uh, especially if people aren't really excited to pay these prices for the Padres, but he's a fantastic play tonight. Um, Vlad Guerrero, though, is the guy, I think, on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. He's just way too cheap. He's just way too cheap. I think you play Vlad at third. I think you slot Bryant in an outfield spot. And uh, I think that's the way you approach it. Like 3-2 on DraftKings, 6-4-ish, 6-5 on Fantasy Draft. Like he's just, he's too cheap. It's, it's a, you know, a great, great home run park. It's a lefty in Cortez for the most part. And, uh, and it's, you know, pretty decent hitting weather. So I, I like Vlad. 
you have an official Jose Ramirez take? Yeah, Jose Ramirez was not as good as everyone thought he was last year, and he's not as bad as everyone thinks he is this year. Jose Ramirez is still a I don't want to say a great hitter, but he's a very good hitter, I think, still. Like, he's going to be okay. And, and I think we've started to see him be okay. And even when he's not okay, he's walking and stealing bases, so that's at least something. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's a guy I'm prioritizing today, you know, but he's okay. The price is coming up a little bit. I was taking a peek at the, the lineup HQ, and then they kind of, you know, the plate IQ premium scores, and maybe we'll show it in a screen share a little bit later, but uh, the top four hitters – this definitely surprised me. We're all Indians. We haven't really talked with them much. Glenn Sparkman's no good. He's been lucky. Glenn, Glenn Sparkman is very bad. Um, it's just like, it's tough because we have this Wrigley win game. We have the Padres against the reverse Mike Trout. We have the Yankees against Clayton Richard. And so really what it comes down to today is get exposure to those teams and then just fit a couple pieces around it to make it work. And the, the Indians don't, don't make it work. So that's kind of where I'm at with them. You know, they're, they're not at that level and the prices don't make them fit well with the guys that are at that level. Glenn Sparkman's the reverse Christian Yelich. That's what I got out of that. Does that sound about right? That's about right. Honestly, that's about right. What do we do with that shortstop? Um, Javi Baez, if you can get there, he's one of the guys I think you do try to prioritize spending up on today because he's facing a mediocre lefty in this Wrigley win game. And so Baez is awesome. I don't think you overthink it. I think that's the play. You know, if you need to go cheap, you can go with, you know, Addison Russell. Um, but, uh, you know, on, on FanDuel, Fernando Tatis is pretty cheap. You can go with him. But on, on DraftKings, you definitely go Baez, I think. On Fantasy Draft, you honestly don't need a middle infielder on Fantasy Draft. I think you can... You can play some pretty great bats without playing a single middle infielder, but but Baez would be the one. If I was going to play one, I do think he's a really strong play over there also. Yeah, Tatis, one of the most expensive infielders uh, uh, on fantasy draft. And, like, I, I love him today, but, again, he's overpriced. He's 5'7 on DK as well. And, again, much more playable on Fandle. I love that San Diego side. Machado kind of playing with shorts up as well. So good. Uh, just I, I think that's – I mean – Carter, you always talk about how bullpen games are overrated, and that's generally true because bullpens are not as bad as we like to think they are, generally speaking. But this Baltimore bullpen, it's like it's a it's a disaster. Uh, it's bad, but it's also not even necessarily a bullpen game. Like we're gonna get you know several innings out of Josh Rogers, or only a couple because he gets lit up. <laughs> like he he's stretched out. He should theoretically be able to throw four or five innings. If you know, if he does well enough to make it that long. All right. Well, I'm, I'm excited. Either you'll take Josh Rod Rogers over a random bullpen arm for Baltimore. Either way, it's like uh, pick your poison, I suppose. But Rogers has been a disaster in, in a small sample. He's going plenty of homers too. I think two and a half per per nine. It's it's a lot. And uh, the San Diego lineup's got plenty of boppers. So, uh, I mean, we were talking about him last night. I, I was on the uh, the podcast with Stevie. And like, I thought I was being different saying, yeah, load up on San Diego. And then I, I open up the pages today. They have a six total. And, yep. I guess everybody else is on San Diego as well, too. We need those goalie like prices though, because Sam Fandle too cheap, DK too expensive. Let's get some prices where it's just right. But I guess that's what, you know, brings in the conversation, the game theory and all that. Uh, I mean, I think they're great tonight, honestly. Like people are going to, they're the same price as the Yankees basically. And with this Yankees total, which is too high. Um, everyone's going to play Yankees instead of Padres, I would think, right? So you're going to get Padres at like 
you know, a third of the ownership and they're just as good as the Yankees tonight, slightly worse than the Yankees tonight. But at that ownership gap, like I would, if I was a GBP guy, which obviously I'm not, I would have so much Padres exposure tonight. Well, yeah. And this kind of speaks to the pricing. We'll kind of jump in the outfield right now. And, you know, somewhere your DK and Fanstrap just whiffed on uh, Aaron Judge and Stanton. Like, why are they so cheap against Clayton Richard? And uh, you say a third of the ownership. I've not taken a peek as far as the ownership, what the projection is. And obviously, the closer we get to lock, the more precise the number gets. But yeah, uh, Judge and Stanton just make so much sense against Richard, against Richard because um, they're just too cheap. What, what up with these prices? I assume they're both in your cash game. Correct or not correct? It's. I think they're both cash game viable. I think it's hard to get both if you also want Bryant and Baez. And I think Acuna is a great play tonight. Like there's just so much to like in the outfield. And then we have punt du jour, Kyle Garlick, who is uh, assuming he's in the lineup. He makes so much other stuff work. So like, it's just, you don't have enough outfield spots unless you're playing fantasy draft. Then you can play like eight of them. Is Garlic a guy that gets the hook on occasion when they bring in a different arm as far as the pitcher, or he sticks around the entire game? I can check that. I don't think it matters enough at his price on a slate like this where we do want Scherzer, where we do want a bunch of great bats. Um, but uh, his pinch hit risk is about 7%, so really not all that high. I didn't realize he's 2-2 in DK. That's a yeah, big he's number. He's insane. <clears throat> yeah, there's basically that's like there's, you can't find guys that do two on DK that are playable basically ever. Uh, like I imagine he's around 4K or so on, on fantasy draft. And that definitely it's is. basically Jeff Mathis and Danny Jansen and and Kyle Garlick, and that's about it. <laughs> so how do we prioritize the likes of you know Bryant, like the outfield Bryant, the Yankees, Stanton, Judge Hicks is of course in the conversation too. The one Padre that's reasonably priced in the outfield, Bramble Reyes. You know he of the barrels. Uh, you know. Uh, Acuna, you mentioned in passing, uh, and, you know, in the, in the weather game, as far as the wind, uh, how do you like separate them? It's tough. I think Bryant's the top guy. Bryant's the guy that would be, if I'm only picking one, I would pick Bryant. I mean, and then after that, like assuming you do have garlic in there, which I think you almost have to, if he plays tonight, it makes it really tough because you only get one of Acuna, Stanton, and Judge. And that is a really, really difficult decision to make. And uh, I mean, and then and then we actually do have one sheet Padre in the outfield. We have Fran Mil Reyes for 4.2K. So love him. Yeah. So outfield is really tough tonight, honestly. I feel like you almost can't do the right thing because there's, you know, who, there's gonna be a guy or two that you don't play that you love who's gonna go off anyway. And then I see him in the chat. They're talking about, you know, uh, Boston. We didn't even mention Betts. We didn't mention uh, Martinez. They're facing Carson Fulmer. That, that, that's a full bullpen game today, right, out of the White Sox? Yeah, Fulmer's not very stretched. If he was very stretched, then the Red Sox would probably be right in this conversation. But uh, because it's mostly bullpen, they're kind of running behind this, you know, top four teams here. Yeah, a couple other things in chat. They're all over it today. Uh, Bobby Bradley, they're talking about him. He's a super cheap play on on, uh, on Fanduel. Bobby Bradley's super cheap. He's a great play. 24, 25 homers so far. You know, in the minor leagues, plenty of pop, plenty of upside. Uh, I, I guess you can play him on. You can play him on DK and, and Fanstrap as well too. But uh, he's a nice value over there on, on Fanduel, and I, he's probably a cash game playable to open things up. You want you want some? Oh, sure. sure. I think he's a cash game must over there. Oh wow! Okay, full proclamation. I mean, if you're going Scherzer and you want bats, like why not punt with, you know, the cheap guy in the good spot? And uh, the couple other guys I love in the outfield, again, you can only roster so many outfielders, but 
like Otani's gonna he's gonna hit a homer today off of Bali, right? That's happening. I think it's possible. And Otani again, a, more of a fan to play, but he's he's pretty cheap over there. Like I think you know he's fine. And then in GPPs, obviously on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, he's a fine play. We see Jamino who is hard at work as far as uh, the ownership projections, him and his team. But he he has introduced to me. Uh, he wants to call garlic the flavor. How do you feel about that as far as a nickname? Oh, I love it. That is a great name. <laughs> is he is he nickname worthy is the question, right? He's still, we don't. After tonight, he will be, Dean. After tonight, he will be. All right. The flavor... He's going to outscore Stanton and Judge combined. Watch. Oh, no. <laughs> that sounds like something like Grant would propose in like a, you know, a shot to a bet or something like that. <laughs> Grant, do you want to do garlic versus, you can have Stanton and Judge. I'll take garlic. <laughs> Uh, and also, uh, what's his name? Gallo. Gallo's going yard too. Like yeah, Gallo, Gallo's an awesome play, especially over on uh, fantasy draft where you have um, less in terms of um, what do you call it? Like positional, you have more positional flexibility. Versatility. Gallo makes a, a lot more sense over there. Um, he's actually a really strong play over there. There's just so much to like it tonight, and I'm having a hard time prioritizing it as far as building lineups because dude, the outfield is absolutely stacked. It is so loaded. Um, we got, we want to get your favorite stacks. You want to get the three guys that are going to go yard. We're going to get some questions from the chat. We're going to do a quick screen share. Uh, give me your favorite stacks, three dudes that are banging out some homers. I mean, stacks are obviously both sides of this Wrigley game, the Yankees. And if you're playing DraftKings and fantasy draft, the Padres, especially because the ownership at their prices is going to be way lower than it should be. They're every bit as good today as the Yankees, as the Braves, as the Cubs. And I think they're going to come in a lot lower owned. Um, yeah. Homers. Uh, okay. So, I mean, there, there's so much to like in terms of homers today. I guess let's go. Um, hold on. Let me pull up pricing because we're doing, do, we do tiers still around this works? Just have some fun with it. All right. I mean, literally every bet in all those games I just mentioned, but like, I think, uh, I think Hunter Renfro is the guy that I would pick on the high end. I think of all these guys today, Hunter Renfro is one of the best chances of hitting a home run, maybe the best chance. So I love Renfro. Um, I think Stanton, you know, in the mid range, I think Fran Mill Reyes a little bit cheaper, um, you know, and if you need to go really cheap, Kyle, Kyle Garlic, <laughs> Kyle Garlic's your guy. Also known as the flavor. <laughs> uh, taking a peek here, as far as the screen share, I pulled up one of HQ and, all these great hitters and great hitting spots, and you have a pile of hitters umpires too for what it's worth. The only pitcher, extreme pitchers umpire we have is Max Scherzer. That works out conveniently. But uh, the Dodgers, uh, the D-backs, they have, they have extreme hitters umpire. Of course, there's an extreme hitters umpire in the win game. Uh, we have one for uh, Jordan Zerman as well, which is that's a bad combination. We've got all that Texas side. You know, Baltimore as well. So San Diego has a hitters umpire too. Oh, man. Uh, taking a big yeah, The Yankees should be noted do have a pitcher's umpire, which is part of the reason, obviously not all of it, but part of the reason why I don't think the Yankees are, are so much better than these other three elite teams, like the way the Vegas totals make it seem like. I think the Yankees are the best, but not by that much. I have fantasy draft ownership projections pulled up. And uh, as of right now, obviously, these are always in flux and they're getting, you know, uh, t- uh, tinkered. With uh, all the way up to lock, but Flaherty, Price, Scherzer are top three as far as ownership projection. We didn't really talk about Price much. No, we didn't. I, I mentioned him as a guy that I like in GPPs, especially if I kind of thought he was going to be lower owned. Like after Erod last night, I thought maybe people would be kind of scared of Price, you know, going back to back nights on the same basic thing. But if he's going to be high owned, then I probably don't have as much interest. 
Yeah, uh, Flaherty against all those righties for Oakland. You know, his splits are pretty dramatic, and he's facing, uh, you know, Oakland loses their DH. Still, there is some, you know, some power in that lineup. And I think the weather is actually conducive for hitting there in St. Louis. Last I checked, for what it's worth, better than it normally is. Uh, as far as the hitters, I did want to show this on the screen chair. So are, are there really going to be a lot of people who aren't going to play Max Scherzer tonight? Like, is that going to be a thing? I don't think he's going to be as heavily owned as you suspect just because people – there's so many good bats. People want to play the Yankees. People want to play the win game. People are going to want to play San Diego, and you can't have everything. So yeah. I, I mean, I, I like it because on the surface, I can see how that makes sense to people. Um, I think mathematically that is the wrong play. So as far as the plate IQ premium score, Carlos Santana, Lindor, Kipnis, and Jose Ramirez are the four highest numbers that are jumping off the page, and that's – you know, we didn't really talk about Cleveland, but maybe get yourself a Cleveland stack against, you know, good old uh, what's his, what's the guy's name? He's not good. <laughs> okay, uh, Sparkman, who's been super lucky. If you look at his ERA as opposed to his Sierra, it's almost like a two-run difference. Got about six minutes before, or so before he steps aside on midway for crunch time. Want to knock out as many questions as possible, Cardi at crunch time. Of course, Roth will be there discussing weather. I think the only real weather concern today, unless something's changed. Boston and I think it's raining all day and should clear up by game time but again yield to Roth on that cheese and JSU answering your baseball questions let's talk to the chat card are you ready for it yeah let's do it all right scrolling up knocking out some questions uh how concerned should we be that bad bum is dust and ends up busting in cash games even in a plus matchup I'm so concerned about it because he's been in great matchups before this year and he's busted and it has been so tilting but I mean, he's not dust. Like, you look at what he's done this year. He has a 4.28 ERA. He has a 4.15 xFIP. He has a 4.22 FIP. He's been an above-average pitcher as much as it seems like he hasn't been. And so when you put him in a fantastic matchup at a cheap price on a day where we really don't have, you know, that guy that's a little bit cheaper that you can play instead, you just got to do it, and you got to hope that he doesn't suck. All right, Card, we got a lightning round. It uh, Bassett on Fandle uh, to get all the stacks. Uh, he's cheap. I think he's like six nine over there. I think he's pretty cheap over there. Any interest in the Hounds? No, St. Louis isn't as bad as people think they are. Uh, give me a starting pitcher in a tough matchup that you'd rather gamble on in a larger uh, field: Snell or Ray? Jeez, I guess Ray, but I don't love either. Machado or Tatis? Machado, always. Uh, two starting pitchers and two bats from the night slate uh, that you would lock in. Oh, boy. Uh, I, I don't know where the lights, the night slate starts, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Have you taken a peek at this? Probably I, Bumgarner for you. He's in the night slate. Yeah, it's definitely Bumgarner and then maybe, geez, then maybe Haney or Chi-Chi. It's probably the three-gamer, right? I'd assume it's Colorado-San yeah. Fran. It, it gets gross after Bumgarner. <laughs> it's, it's him and either Haney or Chi-Chi, I think. They say three, uh, two bats. Otani. Otani is going to homer off a of volley. Play Otani. G- g- give me a bat from those uh, those three games. Your favorite one outside of Trout. Obviously. The flavor. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, he opens things up for sure. Uh, Cortez is a punt for SB two. I will have some Cortez. Yes, and GPPs love Cortez. Uh, this looks okay. Bobby Bradley, Carlos Santana, and or Mercado on DK and a Cleveland stack. Say that again? Bradley, Santana, and or Mercado. Uh, do you like the Cleveland stack, basically, is the question. Not as much as several others tonight, but I think they are fine. I think they're a good stack. 
should we, we, we be more interested in a Baltimore stack? I'm not. Uh, I just can't. There's too much other good stuff. No, there's there's way too much else to like. Uh, Guriel versus Renato Nunez. Somebody's punted. I'd take Renato. Any Hanser Alberto? No. Uh, would, it be, would it be crazy to go Alan Chavez at starting pitcher uh, on DK? Uh, definitely not in cash games. Even in GPP, Chavez is probably going to be limited to 75, 80 pitches top. So he's, he's a tough guy to, to get much out of. He'd have to be very efficient. The way that was written, I made that one person. It's like, who is Alan Chavez? <laughs> oh, now I see. Uh, who is the best lefty masher? Oh, somebody's just trolling you. Is, is hey, you're supposed to ignore the trolls. Don't feed the trolls after midnight or whatever whatever it is. Don't get them wet. I, I'm Ron Burgundy, man. I'll just read whatever's on the screen. Uh, would you play any Ross Stripling tonight? I like Ross Stripling, but uh, he's not fully stretched out, and I can't imagine he goes very deep. Agree? Agree. Not a Stripling night. Anyone playing Mike Trout? No. Like, nobody's playing Mike Trout, for real. Like, you can play Mike Trout, and nobody's At playing him. Sub 1% ownership, probably, which honestly probably isn't too bad. <laughs> Uh, Molly is uh, pretty distinct as far as the splits. He's pretty good against righties, but Mike Trout is the best player of all time. So maybe like you can ignore that, I suppose. Uh, any more questions before we step aside? I'm scrolling now. Uh, Voight versus E5. I don't know how to separate those two. I If price isn't a thing, E5 is, I think, the better hitter and the better play. Oh, what about the team girth CEO, Daniel Vogelbach? Uh, I mean, he's all right. I, I don't have a ton of interest. He's okay. Vogelbach versus Rizzo. I assume you take Rizzo. Oh, easily. Any interest in Philly? Uh, Philly could put up like 12 runs tonight. tonight. What, yeah, Philly's else? okay. I think there's a couple guys, Hoskins, Real Muto, who make for solid one-offs. I think Philly's could be kind of sneaky tonight. Uh, cash game. You want Aguiar or Goldie on DK? I don't know. That, that's one of the decisions I'm going to have to make, and I have an hour to make it. I don't know which one, but I think they're both viable because of the pricing. Uh, Marco Gonzalez is really cheap on Yahoo. Is He just doesn't get enough strikeouts for me. I, I couldn't do it. I he can't has, do he it. has to be like almost the minimum. He probably is, but I just I can't see it. I, I suppose he could be fine and survive, but uh, I would I would take the Milwaukee side before. Uh, yeah, I mean, Gonzalez – He's staying at that ballpark to some extent, jumping to Milwaukee. He's going to be tricky. And, you know, it's not the same Milwaukee lineup, but it's still pretty solid, obviously. Uh, give me something strong, Cardi. Tell me uh, tell me something that's going to happen on the slate that the people don't know. Only you know. The Padres are going to outscore the Yankees, and the Flava is going to have a night. Is that F-L-A-V-A? Is that what we're, what we're calling it? Yeah, I almost envisioned. Have you ever seen Can't Hardly Wait? When sure. Seth, Seth Green says the flavor, I feel like that's <laughs> like the way you have to say this nickname now, the way Seth Green said it. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm more of a, a, a she's all that type, but we're not going to get that. We don't have time for that argument, I suppose. But uh, with that, you're supposed to end strong. Uh, you know, I, I suppose that the uh, Costanza will be proud of us. He's Cardi, uh, creator, curator of a bat. Check it out. It's good times. I'm Dean. Stay tuned for uh, crunch time. We're out of here. Holler.